I'm gonna, I, Ron, I know that you're about to light this up, and mm -hmm. I just want to start this conversation right now by saying to Big Ox, Big Ox, you ever been around a chick that was kind of <laughs> all right, but then like the 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 more you get around that, you like, yo, this chick is dope, yo. Like you starting mm -hmm. to realize I don't, yo, I love me some Sabonis, yo. The more mm -hmm. I watch this, I love me some Demontis Sabonis. I am mm -hmm. on the hook, Big Ox. I'm telling you right now, I'm on the hook. I love that dude. He do everything that you need in order to win. I love that dude. What about it though specifically? So I'm I'm assuming you're talking about the Heat in uh Kings game last night. You watched that? Yes, I did. I, what I, about I, him? Was what did he do last night that you were like, man, Sabonis is just the truth? He just does everything that's necessary. His ability to distribute, his ability to make the right play. I'm as you guys know me, you know I love dirty work dudes. This dude cleans glass. He sticks his nose in there with the best of them. When he gets bold, when he gets pushed around, he doesn't he doesn't waver when he's rebounding. I love everything about that dude. People talk about how he should get a better jump shot. That jump shot is good, but the other stuff that he does supplements that. They run that offense through him, and how they run that offense through him means everything for the whole crew. He is necessary. I love me some Sabonis, big ox. I do. I dig him. All right, fellas. We obviously know that the trade deadline is coming up on us very quick. And it's some prime targets, you know, throughout the league. So I'm going to go ahead and throw these guys out. And what I need you guys to do is tell me how you rate them or grade them as a trade target. And then also tell me good destinations that they should go or whether they should just stay where they are. Um, and I just want to hear you guys' overall opinion about these guys. Yo, shout out to the chat. Shout out to everybody that's getting in here early. Uh, like the video on your way in here. We dearly and deeply appreciate you guys for tapping in with us every single day. Um, all right, so right from the top, um, <laughs> we're going to start with some older guys, uh, some vets that have been around the league. Um, we're going to start with the most troubling guy in the NBA. Yes, Draymond Green. I want to know, as a trade candidate, um, does he have any any type of value? And is there anybody out there that wants him? And should Golden State be considering getting rid of Draymond Green? Chill, I'm going to start with you. I I think guys like Draymond Green always have value because, one, number one, he's a vet. So that's a big deal, especially when you got young guys on the crew. Um, his ability, he can still pass the ball with the best of them, how smart he is as a basketball player. He does do goofy stuff when it comes to you know, fouling. But for the most part, he's been a really smart basketball player. So a vet team could use somebody like that. And contrary to popular belief, he comes on a cheap. So him on a team, him on a team, like if, if, if I'm thinking about a team off the top of my head, him on a team that's at the bottom of the playoff, at, at the bottom of the playoff race, like I think he could help Utah. I think he'd be really good in Utah. Um, I think he would be really good in Orlando, considering how their offense is. I think he could help those kids. But I think it's come to an end in, 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 in Golden State. I think that they've done everything that they could do. And, you know, it's, it's, it's time to disband this group, everything. So I, those, those are a couple of places that I think that he could end up where he would be good. Okay. Mars, how you feel about Draymond? Uh, um, I don't know why the Warriors would trade him. I don't, I don't think they get anything. I, I, it depends. If if they trade Draymond, I don't know why you keep Steph. That, that's how I'm viewing it. I feel like you trade Draymond, 
you'll commit into a rebuild. If you commit into a rebuild, you don't keep the 35-year-old superstar on your team. So I don't think they're going to trade him. And if they were, I don't think they'd get enough back to where they could still contend without him, even though they're not contending right now. But so I think they'd have to be thinking about blowing up to trade Draymond because they're not going to get enough back to be competitive. And then if they do that, they're trading Steph. And I don't think Draymond is worth losing Steph, basically, is how I'm viewing it. Okay. So, so, so Mars, losing lo losing Draymond, so this would be the beginning of the deconstruction of the, of the Golden State Warriors because he's the catalyst in everything that they do. Because like I said, I, I feel like Steph being Steph has a lot to do with Draymond being there. If Draymond isn't there, that takes a lot of that takes a lot away from what Steph is. Now, if you're talking about moving off, if you're talking about moving off of Draymond, the idea that you're talking about getting something back, I mean, you're gonna get something back from the other guys. Because we're starting over anyway. Plus, you got the young guys. So I don't think that you I don't think you're worried about getting that much back in terms of picks. I think getting his money off the books is 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 the most important thing. Yeah, maybe. Um if I'm the Warriors, I'm just, I'm blowing up completely. So I would trade Draymond, but I'm trading everyone. I'm trading Steph, Draymond, Clay, all of them. I'm I'm giving up. I'm cool with that. I'm cool but with that. Start if over. they don't, if they're not willing to do that, I wouldn't be willing to trade Draymond. My first, my like I've said a bunch of times about the Warriors. That's my first line of action. My first thing I'm doing is trading Steph Curry. So you out on Curry, Big Ox. I'm not out on Curry. I'm out on Curry for the Warriors. I'm out on the war I'm out on the Warriors for Steph, and I'm out on Steph for the Warriors. Okay. I think it's better for everybody if they trade Steph. It's like the Steph. It's no point in you wasting Steph's twilight years. He's they're not going to compete for a championship. You know what I mean? They're not going to compete for a championship. You might as well let him go somewhere he can compete. And why with trading Steph, get your get your uh, pieces for the future. Start rebuilding right now. They're going to wait too long. And they're going to be in a five-year, six-year slump. It's going to be ugly. They need to just go ahead and stop being sentimental about the thing and let's move on. Aren't we there right now, though, Big Ox? I mean, Been we there. already we we already missed that window last year when we when when we lost to the Lakers in the playoffs. That was the time to move off of these guys. That was the time to move off of Clay. That was the time to possibly move off of uh off of Dre. You moved off of Jordan Poole because you had to at that point, but. Mm -hmm. Aren't we already at that? Aren't we already at that point where it's it's too late? So is this salvageable at this point? Nah, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, they not like that. They're good, but they are not like that. So you might as well go ahead and just get started. It's it's all and you know a lot of people, a lot of uh, fans and whatnot, they they're just stuck in the sentimental the, the the sentimental part of it. They haven't come to the realization that this is over. And there's nothing this the the roster they have right now, it's nothing they can do. Like there's no tweak Steve Kerr can make can make. There's nothing they can do. They could, I mean, they could make a run and get to the playoffs, but it's not they're not contenders. And there's no reason to have Steph Curry, one of the best point guards, one of the best shooters we've ever seen on a team, and wasting just wasting his last three years. He got he got three good years of this left, maybe four. I don't know. Let me not put it, let me not put a cap on it, but it's, it's 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 over for them. Dre and step Dre and Clay not giving them nothing. It's a wrap. So Ox, let me ask you. <clears throat> You're the Warriors. What do you want in return for Draymond? I don't know. Anything. Draymond <laughs> Draymond so, Draymond's not the one that's gonna get you the value. So bucket of extra crispy. Just get on out of here. 
what I want is you off my roster. <laughs> you, know, you know, and that's it's not it's not really no disrespect. Like Draymond is putting in work for the for the Warriors. Like he's putting in work. I I can't say I can't knock Draymond right now. No matter you know, not even to be funny or to to nothing. I can't do that. Draymond is putting in work, and you know, but it's it's over, man. But I don't know why. Like, I, there there are some teams that could use really use Draymond. Some teams that got some value that you might you might get a, a pick or two, or maybe a young guy, a young uh, a young energy guy or something. You could get, you can get something for Draymond. But I don't know. I do. I like Draymond in Utah, man. I do. I like Draymond in Utah. I like the vet leadership that he has. I like his ability to pass. I think that's something that they missing in Utah. And I think that he would. In Utah and in Orlando in particular, those two teams, I think he could help them. Of, of, of all the teams that I think he could help, I think he could help those two teams in particular. I totally disagree. And I know I wasn't asked, but uh, I waited for everybody, so I'll say it now. I think all, I think you're delusional, and I think that you're capped. Uh, you said veteran leadership. What do you mean, choking your teammates out and acting like a damn fool? That's veteran leadership. That's the leadership you want to take to a young Utah team. That's the leadership you want to take to a young Orlando Magic team, a dude who chokes his teammates out, punches his teammates out, kicks dudes in the groin. That's the type of leadership you want to take down to teams that have complete peace and are actually coming up in harmony. No. Uh, thank God Stephen Curry is an anti-LeBron James, uh, and he shut down these trades. The Golden State Warriors came out and announced yesterday that they will not be trading Draymond Green or Klay Thompson. Uh, Steph Curry shut that down. They consulted with Steph Curry, and the only way that any of those dudes get traded if Steph Curry gave the call. They also said today they're not trading Chris Paul or Gary Payton second either. Uh, I like it. I wish we went back to the old school days where you made guys grind it out, where you made guys have to fight through adversity, where you can lose some games and then talk about trading a whole half a team like they do now. You know, since we ushered into this LeBron James era where it said if it doesn't work, you got to trade half the guys and get rid of the whole damn team. And I'm not with that. I'm with the old school way where, look, man, we came in this together. We, we bad boys for life. We ride together. We die together. Yeah, they are so about to die together. You can't beat them. Your, your team. You can't, you can't, you can't your beat them. We just, we just beat them. We just beat them last week. But you're lying. But you're lying. We just beat them last week. On your worst. We just beat them last week. I didn't even cut you off. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But you're lying. He's lying. Your team cannot beat them in a game seven in Sacramento. Steph Curry went, he shut that beam off, and shut, he should have shut it off, <laughs> So you need to shut your mouth until further notice. Because you guys are done, son. Now, again, again, just because you go through a losing streak or a losing stretch doesn't mean you got to trade the whole damn team. What happened to guys going through these moments in the season? What happened to that catch in your rapport? What happened to guys, this is how you build chemistry. This is how, how guys come together as a team. This is how you fight through things. Everything is going to be perfect. You ain't going to be winning all these games. We live in a new microwavable era to where something go wrong, they want to microwave this stuff. The same way it is in the NBA, it's in our society today. Instead of dudes sitting there fighting one-on-one -on -one with their hands, they'd rather go get a gun and go get a knife. They want everything the easy way. They want everything the quick way. They want everything the microwavable way. No. How about doing things the right way? How about since Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, them dudes came in here, right? Mm -hmm. How about... Keeping them along, 
But how about Steve Kerr doing a good coaching job? How about us asking Steve Kerr, who's supposed to be a legendary Hall of Fame coach, to up his coaching job and the usher guys in like Jonathan Kuminga, who's a young talent who's out here playing well when you actually give the guy consistent minutes instead of doing them dirty? How about coaching those other guys around your team, like the level that Gary Payton? How about doing a coaching job and getting you your main one of your main guys that played for you well in the finals back on track at Andrew Wiggins? How about doing that? Instead of always talking about trading the team, how about doing your job and getting your guys on track, getting your young guys incorporated, raising up those young guys? Tired of every single time you got to turn around and trade the whole team, trade this guy, trade that guy, trade Steph Curry. No, Steph Curry is the Golden State Warriors. So no, oh, but Tiki, you must you must not have heard what I said, Tiki. You take there is nothing, there is, but because there, there is nothing Steve Kerr can do, there is no tweak Steve Kerr can make to save this team. I don't care how good of a call, there is no tweaks he can make. There is no adjustments he can make. There is no, there is not. Prove it. Hold on, big guy. Hold on, big guy. Prove it, ticket. Prove it. Well, the first tweak he can make is this: you incorporate your guys who are ready to play right now. You incorporate Kuminga more. Kuminga's been balling. Since okay. Steve Kerr has been playing Kuminga big minutes, Kuminga's been getting you 20 and 8, 20 and 9, those type of numbers. Look it up. Kuminga's been balling for y'all, but you kept holding him back, yanking him out of games when he should have been in games. You killing the young fella's confidence. You're afraid to move forward and build up the young guys and the young talent that you had on your bench. You got okay. rid of Jordan Poole when you should have because you couldn't coach that situation and be a real coach, which is a legendary coach like Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, and those other real guys would have done. They would have got it straight in that locker room and worked okay. it out and made it work and made it work instead of having to kick out a young talent that you brought along. So now you lose a young talent that scored a lot of points, played well in your offense and your system. You lose him for nothing. He's dying in Washington. Okay, so, so stop right there, ticket. Stop right there, because what you're doing right now is you tell you're giving me problems. I'm asking you for solutions. I How are we fixing it? No, you didn't. No, you just told me it was about Kuminga. That's what you did. That's what you said. No, I'm not. You said I heard everything that you just said, ticket. You said blame Kuminga. What you're doing is you're blaming Steve Kerr. No, no, you're not. What you just said, what you just said is play Kuminga. I can get with that logic, sure. But the next thing you said is the next thing you said right after that. No, wasn't. Solution. You're blaming Jordan. You're blaming him for Jordan. That's what you're doing. Okay, that's blaming him. So how do we fix that, Ticket? How do we fix that? You're blaming him for that. I'm telling you right now. The second thing you do is you don't get a young talent that you build up away to other teams. That's blaming him, Ticket. How do you fix that? That's how do you fix it? Okay, how do you fix it? I'm telling you now. You actually coach. You actually do your job as a coach. Once again, I was saying. What I mean by coaching is this. When you have problems in the locker room, you have conflict right. resolution due to coaches. That's why some coaches were great coaches because they can deal with personalities. They can deal with the issues and the problems. Steve Kerr has proven to you that he can't. He has no control in his locker room. So one thing he can do is, is gain control of his locker room. Hold on. Not true. That is true because he can't control. Hold on. Not true. That is true. That's Hold, a Hold on one lie. second, sir. Hold on one second, sir. I have proof. I have proof. The one thing you could do is, and it's the absolute proof of what I'm saying, the one thing you could do is, is control the tempers in your locker room. Why? It's proof. He can't control Draymond Green because Draymond continues to make the same mistakes over and over and over. Versus a coach like Phil Jackson, he can control Dennis Rodman and have Dennis Rodman to a way to where he wasn't detrimental to the team. These are levels in coaching. Hold on. These are levels in coaching, and these are getting guys to buy in. Hold on. Same way you did with Ron Artest when he came over. Ron Artest was known as a volatile guy who always got in trouble. Ron told you that. But when you're able to coach a certain guys and able to get through 
with certain guys, you're able to bring them down and you're able to control them. Same thing with Mike Malone and Boogie Cousins. Boogie, Mike, Boogie Cousins, Mike Malone, I mean, Boogie Cousins respected Mike Malone because of how Mike Malone coached him, how he treated him, how he respected him as a man, how his approach was to him. So you didn't see Boogie doing all this crazy stuff. If Steve Kirk actually stopped living off the legacy of Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and those guys and actually did some real coaching, which is more than just X and O's, which is controlling and managing egos and all that stuff in the locker room, you wouldn't have this team, this team be tore apart and have to get rid of Jordan Poole. So these are the different things he need to, he need to change because, again, you've alienated Jonathan Kuminga, and he can play. Jonathan Kuminga is showing you, you give him minutes, he can play. So incorporate those young guys, Killtown, down the minutes a little bit of guys like Draymond Green. Up the minutes yeah. of the younger guys, up the minutes of the younger guys, and have more control over your locker room so guys will actually respect you and see that you have control. And Draymond's not out here acting a damn fool every five minutes, getting thrown out of games, costing you games, and costing your team team chemistry and setbacks by you having him out of the roster for damn near two or three months. All right, ticket. We got to move on to the next person, though. We got. So wait a minute. So so real 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 quick, Ron. Real quick, Ron. Real, really quick, Ron. Real, really quick. I'm not going to hold you up. Really quick, Ron. So. When Dennis Rodman got on the Bulls, Dennis Rodman was headbutting referees. Dennis Rodman was getting thrown out of games. It was Michael Jordan who went to him, said, yo, this is your fault. You said when you got on our crew, this is what you were going to do, and you didn't do it, and you need to get on your job. That's, that's nothing not what to do with That's what happened. Dennis, that had nothing not to do true. with Phil Dennis Jackson. Still, that's Jackson. a lie. Dennis that's number Dennis one. Still. Number two, when Ron, Artest gets on, when Ron Artest gets on the Los Angeles Lakers, it's Kobe Bryant who tells him that, yo, the dude you're replacing, who was my brother, Trevor Ariza, this is what he brought us. We're not going to tolerate any of your nonsense. So this had nothing to That's do with lie. coaching. This had this is Kobe Bryant's words. He said that this is my brother. Jealous. We got a twenty-five dollar super chat. So you're lying. So you're we lying. got a twenty-five dollar so super chat. This is what happens when I cook. They gonna you lying. Lying. Henry sent through a super chat. Henry sent through a super chat and said, "I didn't get the comment yesterday, but I agree with Ticket. This era of load managing is disrespect." To the paying customers. People agree with me, the old man. Keep going, Ron. These, these, these players are so skilled and talented, yet they are always out. These cats are hunting future gens. Hurting future Man, you gens. see it. You see it with Joel and me. Look at all the stuff these guys are saying on the panel yesterday, bro. Look at all the stuff these old school guys are saying now, capping for these young dudes, bro. Bro, we never had an issue with guys. Guys love to play. Killtown know this. Killtown grew up in an era where if Killtown sprained his ankle and them cats were playing out at the park, Man, he was going to put something on his ankle. He's going down there in the park. He don't care if he heard or not. It wasn't about, no, oh, I can't go to the – no, this is when you weren't playing for nothing. This is when it was just for the love of the game and for free. You just love to play basketball. Now we got all these other things in it and all these other, oh, this and the third. No, once you lose a mental game, you're out. Once you I lose just, that mental game, chill town, and you start thinking that you can't do something, you're done. I, I always live by the mentality, there ain't nothing I can't accomplish on the basketball court if I put my mind to it. So if I, I, want, if I really want to play Killtown and I want to go hard and get through it, I can do it. But once you have a defeated mindset and you feel like, oh, man, it's the injuries hold me back and they crying about the 65-game rule, you done. I, I just can't talk about guys like – now, don't get me wrong. If you're genuinely hurt, you hurt. That's fine. And I won't, I won't argue Joel Embiid's talent. I'll never argue that. But I can't – in terms of durability, I can't talk about you like I talk about Ewan. I can't talk about you like I talk about Elijah. I can't talk about you like I talk about Shaq. I can't talk about you like I talk about Dave Robson. I can't talk about you like I talk about Jabbar because those guys, more than anything, were durable. They played. They played through injury. Now, again, Mars, I want to make sure I'm clear. If you had bruises and contusions, bruises 
and contusions and sprains. I mean, bruises and sprains heals in weeks. They take days or weeks to heal. Torn ligaments and broken bones take months. I'm not asking you to play through broken bones and torn ligaments because that's different. But if you have knickknack injuries and you can't and you still won't go, that's something different. That means that I can't talk about you like I talk about those other guys because not only did they play through that stuff, they played through that stuff and they thrived. Now, I think Joel Embiid is genuinely hurt, and I don't think he should have went out there against Golden State, to be quite honest with you. I don't. But with him being beat up how he is and this being his history, even when he came in the league, he missed the first two years. From a talent standpoint, he is fantastic. But I can't talk about you like I talk about those other guys because, one, they did it in terms of durability, and two, they stayed on the court. So I came in here yesterday, Bob, and I praised Ben Simmons. This fool missed the very next game. The very next night. The very next night. This man missed the very next game. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why you would start praising Ben Simmons. I don't know because I'm like, hold on. That was that was that was, ex- that was extremely premature though. Eighteen minutes, Bob, and the man is out again, bro. I can't. He got to be hurt, bro. He he got he got to be hurt though. That's I can't respect. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't not respect you because your body is breaking down, bro. Like I can't. If you can't control, some people just don't got it. Like some people's but body can't, can't handle it. But even with that being said, Big Ox, I can respect your game, but I can't talk about you like I talk about this dude who is more durable, who's in the same fine. conversation. I can't do I, that. And I, and and I, I think that's that. fair. I think that's fair. And I think that's fine. But we can also realize, like, everybody's not just not trying to play. Like, who who wouldn't want to play basketball? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that imagine, there's guys that... Imagine, imagine that, Chilton. I don't want to play ball. Like, a lot of guys don't want to play yeah. ball because they're getting paid so much money. They can sit at home, and you, if you can get paid... Damn near three, four hundred thousand dollars for just sitting on the bench and putting on nice jewelry. A lot of guys do that. They feel like, hey man, hey, as long as I'm here, we get we we there in the playoffs and I could be back. Bro, a lot of guys do things when it's big money on the line. They I mean if you let them take advantage, you give them an inch, they take a whole mile from you. But that saying yeah. is true. That saying and that's is why true. that's why I'm fine. I'm fine with the 65 game rule. I think it's the best. That's one of the better. Yeah, rules no, no, no. Wow. They're complaining about that though. That's my point. They're complaining. Of course, about they, of course they're complaining. Games, what you, you, got fans, you got fans that's out here. That they don't have millions of dollars. They they working nine to fives, Mars and Chilltown. Working nine to fives. You got a fa- people that bring their whole family to see the game. I come to see the game. I can't even come see the guy. My family. My kid may have spent all I mean spent this money to buy him an MB jersey, somebody's jersey. We come to the game, now he can't play all the time. Every time we pop up. They said somebody yeah. yesterday came from Ethiopia to watch Kyrie and he ain't even play. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? I mean, but what Kyrie? But Kyrie been out. Kyrie been out though. Like, you can, they got, they got already. But you got, I mean, you got, you got the internet. You know, Kyrie been no, 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 out. Saying, no, no, you no, you no, better get on Ticketmaster and sell them tickets. That's what you better do. They got the tickets before the season for that game. Yeah, I understand. I understand that. I understand that ticket. What I'm saying is, they've known for the past couple weeks that Kyrie been out. You can no, get on Ticketmaster. I understand the that, Ticket. You listen to what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. You, can, I don't care if they bought them tickets seven years ago. Kyrie been out for weeks now. A couple weeks, you know what I'm saying? At this point, get on Ticketmaster and sell them tickets. Yo, also, we got to understand who we're dealing with. So Kyrie's names came up. Ben Simmons' names came up. Joel Embiid's names came up. Let's, let's, let's look in the rearview mirror all the way, 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 way back. Before they even got in the NBA, Kyrie played. How many games did Duke and had to sit out the rest of the year? Nah, 11 or nine. Nah, nah, nah. 11. Okay. 11. That, that, okay. That was the precursor. Got in the NBA, went through a whole bunch of injuries. 
You know Kyrie's going to be injured every season. Joel Embiid, I'm pretty sure he sat out his rookie year. Two years, two years. Okay, then. So we know who we're dealing with then. He's been injured ever since. Ben Simmons, I'm pretty sure. Rookie year, yeah. Exactly my point. And so guys with injury histories, we, we know what to expect from them. We know what we're going to get. So I don't, at this point, it's like, it's just history repeating itself. And every time these guys. So why injured, are they crying about the games then? Why are they should be. They should be. Because they soft ticket. Like what you said. I mean, this, this participation trophy generation is in, is in, they're alive and well. The thing about it is, we get too caught up in what these people value. We just got to, I mean, we can't change it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would hate for y'all to give high blood pressure because these millionaires don't care about basketball no more. Now, mm-hmm. what you call it said he was upset because he said it's about his money. Hollenberg. Hollenberg says that if he missed the 65 games, he won't be all NBA and that's going to cost him $50 million. Well, that's his yeah. problem. You need See, to yeah, get on the court. Hold on, hold on. I'm with you. Hold on, Bob. I'm with you. So I'm saying how's dudes complain about money for games they ain't playing? See, I told y'all, if they did this, Bob, if I'm the saying. NBA did it like they do overseas, if you don't play overseas, they ain't finna pay you. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. If you, it, to me, they should do it like this, bro. For all the games you miss, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, what Unless you have a legitimate injury that they have verified all the low management games you miss, you shouldn't get that paycheck, bro. Yo, Henry, Henry sent through a super chat. He said the bigger issue is the networks are angry at the NBA. TNT and ESPN is talking about smaller future TV deals. These dudes forgot or forget the blood, sweat, and tears the past players put in, in to build this. NBA players don't respect nothing. It's a bad product. It's a bad product that you that, that we're putting out. If yo, the Christmas games with Philadelphia and Miami. That game was scheduled in August when the guys, when Jimmy Butler is not playing on Christmas, when Joel Embiid is not playing on Christmas, that's a bad day because these are feature games. That game was on prime time. That game was at eight o'clock. And if that game, the two best players are not playing, that's bad. I got you on the flyer. I got you on a promotion to play. You don't play. You and now I feel like I'm robbed out of my money, and I'm the TV guys, and that's why I told you, y'all seen what happened with Kawhi. All these dudes arguing with me, oh, ticket man, they really hurt it. I brought them dudes, they ain't hurt, bro. You take them dudes' money, chill, chill. They gonna be on the court every game, chill. You think you think if I'm playing in the NBA, Bob, and you getting paid hundred and twenty thousand dollars on average per game, you think you just gonna miss games and they ain't gonna pay you? Hell no, that's gonna add up. So, and the superstars making three, four hundred thousand a game. So, no, they're not gonna miss games if you don't pay them. If you pay them, they're gonna take advantage of you. It's just like a lady, it's just like a girl. If you let her go out here in the streets, uh dressing all skimpy and stuff like that, talking to everybody else, you're gonna lose her. But if you make her put respect on it, you know what I'm saying? And say, baby, you're gonna roll with the big dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take you out, go get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you some flowers, you know. I'm gonna go take you to, you know, Mars restaurant, wherever he got, they be eating and, and drinking the coffee and eating the crumpets and stuff. You know, get you a cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? You be all right, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't, you're gonna lose her. See, and crumpets well, is the way to, to, to keep her. All right. If, if she if she that type, you're probably gonna lose her anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's really I what got it some, is, big guy. She's type. Yeah. <laughs> got it's some really more super chats though. Know. And then we're we gonna get back to this uh this this list of players that I got. Uh Ezekiel yep. Barney said, Y'all seen what Rashid said about Jordan being an overrated defender? Thoughts. Did you guys I see that? I told y'all. I told no, y'all I was Scottie Pippen. I told y'all was Scottie Pippen. Overrated. I love Rashid. How can he talk about Mike being an overrated defender when Mike won Defensive Player of the Year and MVP in the same year? 
when Mike was first team all defense, what, 10 years in the league, a whole decade. How can you be overrated when you watch the film of Mike and Mike was locking dudes up full court? How can how you going how you, how you going to disagree with Rasheed? He been in between the lines. He cool. No, 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 I didn't say that. He hold was on. out there. Say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying putting in that work, I, putting on, in that blood, sweating tears. Guys like to misinterpret what I said. I didn't say that because they in the NBA. They're right. I said when you played in that in in that in between the lines in that in that type of situation, I respect your commentary more. That don't mean I have to agree with everything you say. Gilbert Arenas sit up here and say Doc Rivers is a bad coach, but he never won a championship. So how am I listening to somebody who never won a championship as who can criticize the coach who has? I'm I'm right. trying to figure out what the what the what the logic is when you talk about overrated. Overrated compared to what? What what, what are we talking about when we say how people view him? Okay, so how do how how I think Jordan? I mean, in terms of a defender at at the two guard position, I think he's the best two guard defender in NBA history. I don't I don't think that there's anybody better than him at the two guard. Sidney Moncrief. I think he was better. I think he was a better defender than Sidney overrated. Moncrief. There we he go. Was, See, that's okay. why overrated. Okay, so so if, if you, when you think he's better than Kawhi Leonard at his best, I do think he's better than Kawhi Leonard as a defender. I think he was a better off ball defender than Kawhi Leonard. I think he was a better shot blocker than Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. I think he was a better on ball defender than Kawhi Leonard too. And you and I, Mark, good hands to You and I have had. You and I have had. You and I have had this conversation. So you think Kawhi Leonard is a better is a better defender than Michael Jordan? I think Kawhi Leonard. I think you overrate Kawhi Leonard. So. I, I, I can't understand it from that aspect. But to say that Jordan is overrated as a defender from Washi Wallace, but to actually sit down and watch Jordan, the fundamentals that he has, to sit down and get in a stance, to get his hands busy, to get his feet moving, to beat guys to spots, to be able to anticipate where a guy is going to be, to be able to help weak side when a guy doesn't have the ball, to get blocks on big guys and no spots like that, to know stuff like that, that's that that. That takes a lot from a from a wing defender, and Jordan was fantastic at that. I don't think that he was overrated as a defender. I think yeah, how many people won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year award the same year? Jordan Three. did it, Giannis did it, and um, Lajuan did it. So Lajuan probably the only one who deserved it. <laughs> yeah, what does what does that what does that prove? Uh. -oh. Proves that like the world, Jordan? the fans, and the media love Michael Jordan. No, no, no. It doesn't prove that. It just proves that because his numbers backed it up too, Bob. It wasn't like he was just – it was a popular vote. His numbers backed it up. Like, if you go look at his numbers defensively all the way across the board, Michael Jordan's numbers, like, passed the test. If you put his defensive numbers up against Kawhi's and all these other guys, his numbers was right there on par. And his well, how, many defensive, how many defensive Wait, player what, of the year what, does, what uh, does – does, how many defensive player of the year does Scotty have? None. Zero. None. Uh, okay. All right. Well, because he had, hold on, because when Scotty came along at that time, gotcha. it was way it was a lot more the better defenders in the league than Scotty. Like who? Who was a better Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, David Robinson, all them dudes were better defenders than Scotty. Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Hey, look, Scotty was a beast. Uh, uh, Bob, Bob, you don't hold on, Bob. You don't think Hakeem was a better defender than Scotty Pippen? If, if Hakeem Olajuwon won it every single year, then I'd be with you. No, no, I asked He's you. I'm talking about, do you one. think Hakeem in his prime was a He's better defender than Scottie Pippen? He's the only one. He's the only okay, so one. Okay, so about, you don't think Alonzo Mourning was a better defender no. than Scottie Pippen? No, no, no I don't. Alonzo Mourning? No, I don't. No, I do not. Fellas, fellas, we, 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 we got to keep it better than MJ. I, I want to stay here. I do, but we got a twenty-five. Yes, he, yes, he was, Ma. Yes, he was. Yeah, Hakeem was better than MJ, and MJ beat Hakeem for the defensive player of the year. So, like, what kind of? So what do you? Yeah. Thank you, Ma. Henry said through another super chat. Uh, Henry said, "And to y'all saying, quote unquote, oh, well, they are hurt. Okay, so take smaller checks or retire. 
in the NFL, dudes play with broken ribs and ankles strapped up to the strapped up with tape because they know they because they know they can be cut. It's a respect thing to the fans. Henry, NFL and, and pro basketball are not even close to the same thing. The NFL basketball is a contact sport. Pro football is a collision sport. This is what we do every down, every play. We are crashing into each other. And you're in no matter how many pads I put on, how what I do with my helmet, all of that good stuff, your body is designed to be crashed into for two and a half, three hours for 10 years. So you cannot compare those two. No, absolutely not. But I understand his point though, Chill. His point is that you do have to be a tough somebody to get out there on the football field every single week after getting sure. down, after get taking a beating like you take on all those sure. downs. And to me in basketball, like I just think the delete the error has gotten weaker, bro. I just think the guys have taken advantage of the the leeway. It's just like your parents. If your parents let you do bad things, you get away with more. If your parents are more stricter, you right. don't. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just that simple. And I think the parenting right. of the NBA from David Stern to now, I think that it went down. I think if David Stern was still alive and running the NBA, you see a completely different product out here. I think that you will see a tougher league. I think you'll see a more stricter league, Chilltown. I think that you will see a league where you wouldn't see Drake guys like Draymond Green doing the things he's been able to do and getting away with it. I think that D David Stern would have laid down the law with all these dudes, John Moran, all those dudes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kwame Brown told me, he said, when he got picked, he said David, he got in trouble. David Stern called him in his office and said, do you want me to kick you out the league before you even play a game? He was like, bro, I will kick you out this league before you even play a game. He said he called him custom on everything. Talked to him like he's a little kid. That's how he did all those guys. So to me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, bro, I just think that the league, because guy like Adam Silver came in, he wanted to be different. He changed the tone of the league, allowed these young guys to get away with a lot more, allowed the guys to control the league. And now with the guys complaining, they're going to change his 65-game rule just because yeah. he's going to fold under that pressure, bro. He's going to fold under that pressure of some of these guys crying about that 65 rule, and he's going to make all kind of exceptions and stuff, and it's going to make it relatable regardless because now guys are going to find a way to pimp the program. Well, it's in the, it's in the close. They, hey, Big Ox, I'm sorry. Well, it's just it's just that the NFL, when they play, they play 15 games, and the NBA plays 16, 16. Uh, so, it's, actually know, seven, it's actually 17. 17, seven, anything under 20. They, they, play, they play 17, 18 games. So them playing that, that few games and the NBA playing 82 games. Plus practice, Bob. You, yeah, yeah, but I'm just talking about the games in particular, right? And the games, no, if, I only hitting, had, if, I only, if I only had, but that's not. One or two days, right? Yeah, yeah, but look, look, that's not even the point. The point to me is if we play 17 games, if I miss three games, you know what I'm saying? That's that's like 20% of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, not exactly, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it, it, a lot of the game is gone. If I if I miss four games in the NBA, that's nothing. Like, no, the, 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 NFL, the, the board, NFL, though, I understand all that. All, what I'm saying is I'm more, I'm more willing to get out there, hurt, and play if I know that I only have 17. I only have 17 of these this season. I have to play. If I know I got 82 of these, I can miss 15 of them, and it'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my only thing. On top, on top of that, on, on top of that, last point, so tell, on top of that, I value, I value me wanting to move around in my late 40s. I'm, I value me wanting to play knockout, play one-on-one, -on -one, play two-on-two -two with my brother and, and sons and nephews. I value being able to go to Disneyland with my grandkids in my in my late 50s and 60s and well, actually walk in the park. 
I, I see. See what I'm saying? What's the, so what's the point? 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 You got people that's out here that's working on trucks all night long. That's hurting their back, killing their back, lifting up all these boxes and stuff like that. They ain't making half the money. Well, maybe they should have been better at football. From your logic, maybe they should have been better at football. They're working triple and, and double overshifts overnight to try to provide for a family of four. What did that got to do with me in the NFL? I know what you're Sticking it, Ox. I got a super chat. And Dirty V wants you guys to get back to the defensive player of the year argument. He said, I need y'all to go back to the DPOY conversation. Mars and Bob, please cook these fools. They must been cooking. Scotty Pippen is not, hold on. Scotty Pippen at that time was not a better defensive player. Who was one of the defensive player of the year awards that time, Chilltown? That Scotty was in the league. Hakeem Olajuwon. He wasn't better than King. He wasn't uh, better than David Robinson defensively. Jim Mutombo. Why are you lying, bro? Why, you, why would you, why would you yeah. wake up and just... Why would you Gary, just wake up for Gary, Pay Gary Payton wanted him? He was, he's better than Gary Payton defensively, uh, Bob? Yes, yes. Man, hey, yo, Why would hey, you just bro, wake I up to lie? I wish, I wish I'd come through the screen right now, man. <laughs> I wish you would. Was Michael Jordan better than Hakeem defensively? That's up in the air. I said I would say no, it's up in the air because of how different they were. But I would put a you're a liar, bro. Now you are I said a certified liar. Over Mike, excuse me, I said I would put Hakeem over Mike defensively. But what okay. I'm saying to you is this I'm saying that this man just set up here and said that Scotty Pippen ain't is a better defensive player than the glove, Gary Payton, man. Yeah, it's different because yeah, they, they do different so. things defensively. So I guess it's up in the air. Uh, it's up in the air. They do different things. So the, the thing yeah, that I, the, the here's, the, here's the thing, Moss. What I don't do is I'm, <laughs> I, I, I value I, I value being the defensive player of the year. 100% I value that. But I don't. That that's not solely what the case is. And the reason why is because there's other guys who are playing at that level. Are you going to tell me that Tim Duncan, who never won defensive player of the year, isn't worthy of being the best defensive player? Of being the best defensive player in the game. I mean, he was coming in second to Ben Wallace, and he was coming in second to Kevin Garnett. Is he just as good a defender as those guys? Absolutely. But the fact that Ben Wallace won the defensive player of the year, does that mean that he's better than than, than Tim Duncan? In some aspects, maybe in, maybe in that one season. But if we're going to do that, then guess what's going to happen? Rudy Gobert is going to win the defensive player of the year this, this year for the fourth time in seven years. We're going to have to now start talking about Rudy Gobert in the same conversation with guys like Lajuan. Bill yes. Russell, are we going to have to start doing that? Because he won the defensive player of the year. Are we going yeah, to have to start doing that? This, this area is soft, so it's different. You just don't count the defensive player of the years in this area. It doesn't count. But that, the, the defensive player of the years in the past, I mean, yeah, it has to matter because MJ won defensive player of the year. And that's why Rashid Wallace is wrong because he won it. No, I didn't know. say that. I said pull up the numbers, though, Mars. I what numbers? numbers what, numbers? What, I was saying. what numbers? What numbers? Michael Jordan's defensive numbers compared him to Kawhi. What's defensive numbers? What's defensive numbers? Like, his percentage, numbers. his the opponent's field goal percentage when he's guarding them. that number doesn't also even his, exist hold on, hold on, in second, MJ play. That second, number doesn't even exist. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Didn't Lawrence, Michael Jordan lead the league in the number? Stop playing. The no, opponent's you know defensive field goal percentage doesn't even no, exist when MJ Michael Jordan lead the league in steals. Yes, MJ's led the league in steals. Hold on. What place was the Bulls in defensively those years that Michael Jordan was winning championships? Oh, the years you were top five, was, definitely. Yeah, yeah, right, he had a big. Okay, who else was on those teams? 
Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, uh, Horace Grant was an all league defender. Um, he was and playing was at an all league defender. Uh, Phil Jackson was coaching those teams. Okay, so why are we giving Michael Jordan the credit for the Bulls being that high ranked defensively when we can see what else was around him? Well, we can't give him sole credit, but he had a lot to do with it. No question. I, about I, that. I'm fine with that, but when we say defensive numbers, if we're going to say, well, MJ's team defensive rating is better than Kawhi's, sure. The league defensive rating in the 90s is better than the, the league defensive rating today. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Kawhi's defensive rating would be higher than MJ's. Of course. That's common sense. That's just how the game works. In the 2000s, the defensive ratings all around the league were lower because the league offenses were worse. Does that mean all the best defenders of all time played in the 2000s? No. No. But if you just use defensive rating to try and prove who the better defender is, yes, that's what it's going to look like. You're going to see Ben Wallace. You're going to see Tim Duncan. You're going to see Bruce Bowen. You're going to see Tayshawn Prince because they were on the best defensive teams in an era where all the defensive ratings were different. We can't compare 2020 defensive ratings or 2015 defensive ratings to 1992 defensive ratings and then say that's proof. That doesn't, that doesn't make that, that's that's just stupid. So that doesn't make sense. And then opponent defensive field goal percentage didn't even exist when MJ played. So please tell me how Ticket got the, the numbers there. He must have bought a 100-point game too because those numbers don't exist. So Ticket just had access to things that didn't exist at the time. So credit to him. Now if we want to talk about steals, yeah, MJ led the league in steals a few times. So did Allen Iverson. Steph Curry led the league in steals. Leading the yeah, league in steals is leading, leading the league in steals isn't proof that you're an elite defender. So when I ask for the numbers, we need numbers that actually prove you're an elite defender. Leading the league in steals isn't proof you're an elite defender. Defensive rating isn't proof you're an elite defender, especially when you compare across errors. An opponent defensive field goal percentage didn't exist. So, so I'll ask again. So that's why I went to the stat of that his teams were repeatedly one of the best defensive teams in the league. He was a big part of that because he was mm -hmm. first team all defense. Can't take that away from him. Right okay. for all those years, he was first team all defense in the NBA. Can't take that away from him because it reflected on his team his success as well. Also, I gave you the stat that he led the league in, in steals. Also, I gave you the fact that uh, he was, I think, he led the guards and blocks, if I'm not mistaken, Chilltown. Uh, so Dwayne Wade did it, if I'm not mistaken. Before so Dwayne, all, so all of those other defensive statistics were favoring Michael Jordan as well, uh, Mars. So now. When we look at a guy like Kawhi Leonard, yes, I like Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard is one of the greater players, uh, defensive players in the NBA history in his little short term that he had, like the three or four year span. But when we talk about Michael Jordan, we talk about his defensive excellence over a 10 year span. His defensive excellence also resulted in six NBA uh, championships. That cannot be understated. And we saw his defensive excellence on display in the NBA Finals on multiple occasions. One, biggest, one of the biggest occasions, Chilltown, is when he went and got the steal from Karl Malone. So he went, plucked the ball, got the steal from Carl Malone, came down, hit the jumper, game time. That all was predicated off his defense, his health side defense coming over, stealing the ball. And there's other things Michael Jordan did defensively, though. Now, Mars, now, now Mars, really quick, to Ticket's point about Jordan plucking the ball away from from Scotty, from from Carl Malone. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I'd like to think that that's an IQ thing. So the idea of me recognizing what the Bulls, what the Jazz are doing in terms of plays that they're running. Okay, they run, they ran this play already. And here we are again. They're running it again. He's going to be on the block, and I'm going to clear out. He's going to think that I'm gone, so he's going to forget about me being over there. So that's an IQ thing. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying – see, I'm not making the argument that Jordan wasn't a great defender. Right. I'm not even trying to make the argument. I'm, the numbers, I mean, yeah, if you want to say the Bulls are ranked high in the league in defense, yes, they were. So were Kawhi Leonard's Spurs team. So were the Toronto Raptors. I mean, I'll, I'll – 
I don't get what that point is. I'm not even going to entertain the he won six or I'm not even going to entertain that. But yeah, the IQ, yeah, that was a high IQ play. Um, and I think if you want to not minimize, but if you want to break down Jordan's defense to certain moments where he made big plays, I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. But then you got to start saying Larry Bird is one of the better all-time defenders as well because he made all-time great plays in the biggest moments. When you judge defenders, I think it's about what you do consistently. And I, I mean, did. Yeah. I gave you, I yeah, gave you I'm, consistently I'm, in big moments. I, yeah, I, I'm, I know because you said 10 years span. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But when, when we talk about Jordan's ability to when he got the steal on number 32, there's also many a times when you go back and watch Jordan on film where he tries to snipe the post or he tries to dig down from the nail and he misses and leave someone wide open for a jump shot. But no one remembers those plays because it doesn't help the argument and no one's going back and watching these games to see that like, every time he, every time he succeeds, I'm not finished. Every time he succeeds, he may fail two or three times, but no one's going to remember the two or three times unless you go back and watch. And then what's the value of him giving up four wide open jump shots for the one time he gets the well, steal? Michael Jordan first team defense every year he won a Maybe now, now, Mars, to, to, your, to your point. Oh, hold, on, chill down, hold on, chill down. Was Michael Jordan, Mars, was Michael Jordan first team defense, all defense, every time he won a chip? I'm going to assume he was, yes. Okay, well, shut your mouth. Now, Mars, really quickly, and Mars. I, and hey, I, and hey, I, chill, you this is the last last, point, then we got to move spoke, on. Okay. Go ahead, Mars. about people who didn't make the all-defensive team who deserved it. Making an all-defensive team doesn't prove how good of a defender you are. It does it prove like, it. When you I could just, I could just easily, I could just, just easily make the argument he didn't deserve it. Now what? I could just say he didn't deserve it. It does prove it. It does prove it, Mars, when not only were you first team all-defense, not only was your team a top-five defensive team, but you also won a chip six out of those ten years. Okay, Mars, I wanted to Mars, I wanted to ask you because you said about Jordan's um like he, he's leaving shooters open in, in, in his ability off ball. Now I don't think I I think that Jordan, in terms of being an off ball defender, that could be that 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 as good as he was as an off ball defender in terms of getting blocked shots, that could be questioned. But with that being said. With him leaving shooters open, is it fair to say, Mars, that sometimes in scouting reports that was part of the game plan? To we're gonna leave this guy open, or I'm gonna close out soft on this guy to let him shoot. Because I can knock, I can see you knock down a shot in the first quarter. Because Phil Jackson philosophy was it's okay to do that in the first quarter. I'd like to see you do it in the fourth. So with that, is it fair to say that that's part of the game plan where Jordan's closing out soft? on shooters who now aren't making those shots in the third and the fourth quarter, even though they were making them when you see those clips in the first and the second quarter? I mean, yeah, you, you can make the argument that it's part of the game plan for Jordan to be an ultra-aggressive defender and in terms of the value of what when it works versus the value of when it doesn't work. We live with someone shooting a 38% mid-range 18-foot jump shot. It's like risk versus reward. I mean, we can totally understand that. But then when we're comparing him to all-time great defenders like Kawhi Leonard, like Scottie Pippen, who are also able to have some of the best hands you've ever seen, especially with Kawhi Leonard, while not giving up that that advantage of wide open jump shots as consistently as he did. That's a that's a factor. Kawhi Leonard was able to play passing lanes, dig down from the nail, help in the post, snipe the post, while not giving up as many open jump shots as MJ did, not bleeding that value. And there's many other things I could question about Jordan's right. defense, but we have. Hold to on, you're talking about the years in San Antonio, right? Well, that's peak Kawhi, but yeah, I could bring up this. Hold on, 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 hold Ticket, just let me read this super chat and then you can ask this question. Mars, my man Teddy Hart sent through forty dollars, so okay. I, I got I got to respect my man. I got to respect his pockets and I got to respect all the super chatters. Hey, chat, I'm trying to be better. All right, it's 2024. I'm trying to be a better host. Uh, Teddy Hart said, "MJ, 
was MJ was great at blocks and skill and steals for a shooting guard, but struggled against speedy guards with a handle who could go left to right. Mm. There was never a year in the NBA when MJ was the best defender in the league, including 88. I don't care if he got the award. Well, he didn't turn around about that said, shirt you got on because I don't know how the hell you got that shirt on. <laughs> so that's the first thing you need to worry about is that damn shirt. Hold on, hold on, right quick. And burn it. He sent another one. He said, by the way, he's still the GOAT and was a good defender, just not the best. That's a damn lie. So if Michael Jordan was first team defense 10 years in the league and he's only a good de he's only a good defender, you don't know nothing about basketball, sir. You need to sit down, be quiet, and get a new stylist. Now, uh, back to you, Mars. He let made nine. Let, let me finish cooking nine. you, Mars. So as I said before, Mars, that first three-peat that Michael Jordan had, who would have been, who was the who was the defenders on the Bulls beside Mike and Scotty? Who was no, no, no! I'm saying, who was the top defenders in that right, on that okay. team? Who was the, who was who was who was the great? Who do you who would you say were the great defenders on that team outside of Mike and Scotty? Great, I wouldn't really call anyone great. Right. Okay. So look. So let me ask you this question: When okay. uh, Kawhi, those years you're talking about him with the Spurs, right? Tim Duncan was still on that team uh, when they won that chip, right? Okay. Name some of the other players they had on that team that were great defensively, Mars. Great. Um... On that first team. How do you feel about um, Danny Green at that time? Oh, Danny Green was a, he was one of the best uh, perimeter defenders in the league at that time. He was considered to be. Um, so that's two guys right there outside of him. Because if that, you look, do, uh, Tim Duncan was still playing elite level defense at that time. I'm not arguing with that. Right. So what? hold on. My point to you is this. The stuff you're saying about Kawhi, Kawhi had more defensive help around him as far as his whole team was involved with the Spurs than Mike did those first three years with Scotty. These are fact, it was Mike and Scotty. So what I'm saying is, is Mike's impact was real. For you to make first team all NBA and it's you and Scotty Pippen are the main defensive guys. And after y'all, the drop off is real. But when you look at Kawhi, that Spurs team was loaded full of good defenders on the bench and the starting lineup. You know, you understand what I'm saying? They had good, they had very good defenders on that team around Kawhi. It wasn't it's just like it's Kawhi and one other guy, and then we just rocking and rolling. That's how it was with Mike. Them first three championships with Scotty. Okay, your, first of all, your highness, hold, hold, right, right hold, quick, hold, right hold quick, it. chill. I'm just I'm just gonna read this right quick, and then you got it. Your highness Charles said, nah, Ron, let ticket cook. The problem with the league today, too many of these young dudes. Don't respect the past era. That's why the league losing money and these dudes tarnishing the image of the league. Try and tell you, and it ain't that you gotta do. You, it, ain't, it ain't that you gotta be like Mike, but it's just respect what he did. Like if Chilltown came before me, he was coming in, putting in work, coming to work every day. I respect what he did. I'm a whole. I'm a carry on tradition. I'm not gonna fall off and and and, and slack and do stuff. When I learn something, I apply that. That's a, that's a problem with a lot of us in life. Your parents teach you one thing, and you stray and do something else. No, you 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 know what I'm saying your parents teach you something to do it, do it a certain way because they want you to hold on to family tradition, the family name. They want you to keep that going. You know what I'm saying? How we did things, how we do things. Just for example, they say he cultured uh uh Chilltown. What is the he culture? How we play, how we approach the game, how we gonna play defense hard, how you carry that on, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and, and the Miami Heat is the closest thing in the NBA today to carrying on tradition, Chilltown. Right. The Miami Heat, from when you seen them from Zoe Morning and Tim Hardaway days to all the way up till now. They're the closest team in the NBA that's carried on that same type of style of tradition <laughs> until now. You understand what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. So that's that's, that's 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 my whole point. It's just carrying on tradition. So when you got these new guys, you understand, that's celebrating playing 60 games, 62 games, crying about playing 65 games, bro. When you had dudes chill town, like I said, Bob said one thing, uh, Ron, I'm going to let it go. He said, oh, well, uh, how you – Bob, I'm going to say this to you, bro. When you looking at those players – 
And you you talking about, oh, well, these guys got to miss games this and the third, bro. And why would I want to sacrifice my body? You want to sacrifice your body because your 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 job is special. Being in the NBA is a privilege, bro. It ain't it ain't it ain't, it ain't something that's given to you. It's something that's an honor to be in the league. So to be able to have a chance, if, if you could tell Chilltown and Mars now, you you you'll hurt. You won't be able to. You'll be looking like Charles Barkley walk or walking like Shaq walk right now. But your entire family, your kids, college will be paid for. Your mother has a new house. Your father's okay. Your whole family is financially straight. Would you go through that grind, Chilltown? It would have been yes, I would have done it. Come on, bro. You gotta hey, we're gonna sacrifice, man. So somebody gotta sacrifice. You ain't just getting something in life and you gonna but, and it's gonna be a free exchange. Not right, gonna right, right. With, with, with or, or you can or you can walk healthily and still provide for your family. Watch the game. Who would have thought I can provide for my family for generations? I'm be healthy. Yeah, while cheating the game, that's the option I'm gonna pick. games while cheating the game, load managing, cheating the game, load managing, and cheating the fans and the people who actually paying they hard earned money to come see the game. Those are the people that's losing out, Ron. It's the people that's paying the taxpayers, the people that's paying their hard earned money on a night to night basis to come support you, and you ain't showing up for them. What did Michael Jordan and all the other greats say? Uh, uh, Town. They always wanted to go out there and perform, even if they was jacked up because they knew people was paying their hard-earned money to come see them. It used to be a pride thing about that, Chill Town. It used to be a pride thing, Chill. Chill, you went to school, whatever you're doing. When you seen people coming them stands, man, that get you hype, bro. You know how I go down, Chill Town. You could be having a little pain or whatever, bro. Hey, I see some people in these stands. They came to come see the game. Let's go. Come on, bro. We don't live in that era no more, man. Now, with with, with, the, with that, I, I want to get back to the, the Kawhi Leonard thing really quickly, Mars. When you talk about uh, the better defenders, well, we can't leave out. I mean, as, as as good as Michael Jordan was, as good as Scottie Pippen was, Horace Grant was an All League defender. That's number one. B.J. Armstrong, one of the better ball hawks in the game, when he was on that Chicago Bulls team. That was before Dennis Rodman showed up. So that was a damn good defensive Bulls team. That was a damn good defensive Bulls team. It wasn't just if you look at. I'm, I'm taking B.J. Armstrong over Patty Mills every day. I'm taking Horace Grant over. Whoever over, over over what's the Euro's name that LeBron James blocked his shot at the rim? I'm taking Horace Grant as a defender. Yeah, what was the Bulls yeah. defensively I'm, I'm, that year that, that Mike left? Mars, what year, were the Bulls that the lead defensively the year Mike left? The year that Mike left in between the, the, the year that Mike left where Scotty was there. They were six. And what was it the year before six, Mike said, Mars? Seven. They were seventh the year before. The, so, so the year no, before, no, the year before. Okay, go to the year before that. In, in 92, 93, the oh. year they won the NBA championship, they were number four oh. in the league. No, in '93, in '93 they were seventh. In '92 okay. they were. Fourth. That was the end. That was the '91 they were seventh, and then in '94, okay. the year where MJ wasn't there, they were sixth. Right. So they were right around the same. And in '95 they were seconds. Right so, around the same. And what about '96? First. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it might come back to go to first. Okay. Dennis Rodman gets there too. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Mars. I love you. Hey, Mars. I love you. Can't leave that out. I'm, no, I'm just boy, answering. I'm screen, that boy was talking smack. He put a 25 up. He said something slick about me. All right, so I, I got more Super Chats to get to. Um, We still obviously got to get through all of our players that need to be traded or should be kept home. But before we do that, this is a good time to shout out www.playerschoicemerch.com. Go check it out. Go copy some. Do something good for your mom. Do something good for your girl. And ultimately, do something good for yourself. Uh, Playback TV. We're on it every day. We were on it last night. Had a good time. We'll be on it today. Open gym. We'll spend a couple hours on YouTube. And then right after that, 
they'll go and break down to the facts. Yeah, they'll they'll get down to the facts right on playback. Last Tuesday, this this just a couple days ago, I think they broke down some Magic Johnson film and they talked about how great of a point guard he is and all of that good stuff. Today, I don't know. You might work some MJ defense. You might work some MJ defense. Oh, oh, see, and when we say get down to the facts, that's what we're talking about. Dub and Mars on playback today at one Pacific. For Eastern, be sure to tap in because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a hell of a time, and it's it might get nasty. I'll be on there tomorrow with my clap back. I'm coming on uh -oh. playback tomorrow with my clap back, so uh -oh. I'll have my video footage up tomorrow <laughs> at 3:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So do whatever you're gonna do today, Mars. Just know, come tomorrow, I'm on your ass. You better tread light. I don't know why. Mars. I don't know why you instantly think I'm just gonna go pull out MJ just being bad on defense. We're not, I'm not Mars, you're diabolical, boy. I know how you get down. I'm not agenda pushing. I'm we're going to watch a game and break down whatever he's doing on defense. We don't need to push agendas and watch MJ defensive lowlights. We're not going to do that. We're just going to watch a random game and see how he looks on defense. That's how you gauge players. You watch the game. You don't just push agendas based on clips you grab from somewhere. That's not what we're going to do. So if he looks bad on defense in the game we watch, he looks bad. If he looks great, he looks great. That's just what it's going to be. But I mean, I guess you can push your agenda tomorrow. I might be in the chat. Who knows? Maybe. Like the video. Subscribe if you have it. Uh, also, too, I just got to let the chat know that y'all the real MVPs. Y'all run this show. Uh, so appreciate y'all for continuing to, you know, keep the keep the car gassed up, keeping the car oiled up, and uh, essentially just being the engine to the whole panel. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Your Highness Charles said, the average American worker gets 11 PTO uh pay time off days out of 265 work days that's four percent of the time the average nba player takes 18 out of 82 and that's 21 percent of the time what job is giving you 55 days off pto a year i Come can on respect now. these dudes when i'm grinding but Bob, so the, the nba the nba is only an 82 day job no, we saying, but what we saying is this though. We saying that that's your performance days. That's the days that people are actually paying money to come see you play. So most mm -hmm. of the time, so th those money days is when you got to go cash in and go get your check. Like Chilltown knows, this dudes might miss practice, but we ain't gonna miss the game. You might miss a couple of days of practice. We'll be there on game time. We, you got to be there on on game day. And that's all I'm saying to Bob uh, uh, Mars is that guys didn't think about this stuff they think about now. When we played, we just thought about playing, bro. We 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 didn't care. Now that their mind, once your mind is programmed to think something, or your mind is that you have a defeated mindset, you think like you're defeated, bro. When you have a mindset of a champion, then you become a champion, bro. You become uh, you personally, you 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 elevate yourself to a different level. If Ron wakes up today and Ron thinks he's a bum on the side of the street, Ron's gonna be a bum on the side of the street. If Ron wakes up today and thinks he's gonna be a businessman. And he's going to be a billionaire and he has that drive and that, and that motivation he's going to end up getting what he wants it's all about what's inside of you these guys ain't built like that no more man Shaq and all them dudes chuck and all them dudes they really wanted to play games bro they love the game of basketball bro i respect that it wasn't just about the check now you give guys more money better sports better science better technology go look at them old Celtics with larry bird chill town larry bird was playing all them games the dudes in the locker room taping their own ankles they got an injury they was doing they was taking care of their own injuries bro Giving themselves treatment, icing themselves. Now these dudes got all these amenities, and now we got more crime, more problems. Man, I don't, I don't get down with this soft, weak, terrified era, bro. MP13 sent through another super chat and said, This conversation lends credibility to Mars' claim that accolades are meaningless. Crediting wow. an accolade to prove someone's skill because of an arbitrary voter's subjective viewpoint gets to decide award 
winners is baseless. No, that's not true. Uh, no, I'm not buying that. And the reason why I'm not buying that is because you're still playing at that level. Even if a guy wins the defensive player of the year, the guy who doesn't win it, he's still playing at that level. It's just it's baseless because it isn't your guy. Because if you if it's your guy, you're absolutely bringing up that this guy was the league MVP. If it was your guy, I don't mean you, Mars, in particular. But if it's your guy, th th these are the people who say that it's baseless. But if if it's your guy, you're bringing up that this guy was the league MVP. If it's your guy, you're bringing up that this guy was the defensive player of the year. If it's your guy, you're bringing up that he was the sixth man of the year, or he led the league in assists, or he led the league in steals. If it's your guy who's doing that, but it's baseless when it's not your guy. And I can't discount a guy who's playing at an all-league defensive level. I can't discount a guy who's playing at an all-league, uh, not, not an all-NBA level, and he, it's, and he ends up getting awarded that, and the guy who he beat out doesn't. Sure, that guy, he beat him out, but I did win this, though. I did win this, and I'm not going to – and what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to discount this guy for, for winning it, even though the other guy did play at that level. No, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. I care about – Oh, see, I, I definitely care about accolades. Teddy Hart said, classic ticket. Making an argument about everything besides the point. You took good defender as a slight. Everyone who is great, obviously, is also good. I'll get a new shirt when you pick up a reading comprehension book. Uh, first of all, you, you must be stuck on stupid. And the reason why I'm going to say this is because it is. Yes, it is a difference between good and great. You know why? Mars is good. I'm great. That's the difference, sucker. <laughs> see, I'm going to tell you something in life. See, you can settle to be good. That's why they have different levels of things, sir. You have poor, fair, good, excellent. Elite. Those are different levels. You're not going to put me in a level I'm not in. Michael Jordan was a creme de la creme. So he was at the top of the top. Jordan good is not, not the a, top. Jordan was not a good defender. He was so it wasn't a good defender. He, he was, was a great defender, sir. Now, respectfully, roll that shirt up. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, right. Just because, just because, and, and to his point, and to his point, you said he was a good defender. He just wasn't the best. I could be a great defender and not be the best. And Jordan was better than good. Uh, Ticket, did you just tell him to put his shirt in his pipe? Yeah, he need to roll up that shirt, put it in his pipe, and smoke that thing, because that shirt is horrendous. All right, <laughs> for sure. Yo, shout out to Teddy Hart, though. Appreciate you for tapping in. For what it's worth, Teddy, I think the shirts are all right, but you probably should go to www.playerschoicemerch.com if you don't want the shirt, and or if you end up putting it in your pipe and smoking it, grab a new shirt off of there. MP13 came back again and said, you can't, you can't want the absolute max amount of money on your contract and then have the ability to take off as many games as you see fit to fully recover. It's a give and take. Get your rest. But you just can't get the supermax. That's why we got this. That that that's why we have this mandate with the sixty-five games because that's going to go into contract extensions. That's going to go into the kind of money that you make because if you are an All NBA performer, that's going to go into how much money you make moving forward. That's going to go into what kind of contract you get moving forward because your durability matters. We're not just going to give you a supermax contract because you're averaging twenty-six a game, but you're only playing fifty games. That's not good enough. No. No, no one's arguing. They lying about you. No one's arguing against load management. The people right. complaining are the people who are missing out on money because they are legitimately hurt. No, because and I, got, and I got no I got no problem with that part, Mark. Yeah, the ones Halliburton is complaining because he's gonna miss the games because of an injury he got at work. I, That's what on, he's I do have a problem with that because a lot of these people ain't living a pro lifestyle. 
A lot of these people ain't eating right. See, we're not criticizing that, Chill Town. How many years we seen Joel Embiid fat and out of shape? If his fat ass was in shape, he wouldn't be getting so many injuries if he wasn't 340 pounds running around the court. If his ass was in shape eating right, if he if his diet was correct, Mars, if he, he could was doing use it. Mars, he could take it. Mars, no argument against him being. I brought up Tyree Sanderberg. He could take Medicare's body. I don't even think said I don't even think Embiid said anything about the 65 game. I don't think he said He did. He did say something about it. He said something about it yesterday. He said something about it. Tyree Hallenberger said something about it. What did Joel say? What did Joel say? Ron, can you pull up the quote Joel had? Yeah, pull it up from yesterday. He he said something about, he was just like, he, he was just like, we got we to gotta struggle to play like the games and I want to play the games and man, whatever, man. Nobody want to hear that, bro. Listen, if the thing is, is this, he don't want to lose MVP, but he don't want to play the games he should play to win the MVP. See what I'm saying? So it's all about an award with him. If they, if they didn't have a, a game limit on the award, he wouldn't be crying about how many games it was. Chill time. If you if there was no game limit on the awards, they never cried about it then when they was only playing 56, 57, 58 well, he said He said that in an interview or posted it on Twitter? Google it. I saw Mar it yesterday. Marge, your issue is that I should not be penalized when I am genuinely hurt and I can't go as a – as opposed to these guys who are load managing. That's what that's essentially what Tyrese Halliburton is saying. I can't work today because I broke my arm. And I actually shouldn't be penalized for a guy who's he, he can never that, he's is, never is, injured. Is, is I mean, he's never healthy. Ty, what are we supposed to do? Tyrese Halliburton get hurt every single year, bro. What are we supposed to do? I haven't I can't find what Embiid said. So, I'm so like, hold on, I'm, I'm saying go go to go to Twitter, Mars. It's on the what you call thing. But he listen again, chill town. Tyrese Halliburton is crying. He hurt every year. Bob, what are we supposed to do if you hurt every single year missing all these games? We supposed not to get a supermax? That that, oh, that part uh, again? Not 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 give you a supermax? Right? No, no. That's what I'm saying. He's crying about that because he's saying that if he don't play the games, he's gonna lose forty to 50, 50 million dollars on his contract because he won't make All NBA because of the, the the time limit for the and, and, and he and, and the sound it sounds to me like he's saying I shouldn't be penalized for this rule that these guys was manipulating the system. I shouldn't be penalized. But you for shouldn't that. be penalized for it either if you miss the I, game, chill. When, when I have a gen, when I have a genuine injury, I could get with that logic, sure. But that's part of it, my man. That's part of it. If you're gonna be paid like these guys that are great in the game, being durable matters. Being available matters. And if you are not available, then we can't talk about you or pay you like these guys who are available. We can't do the it. The only reason you can't pay them is because, like I said, the media have a say on how much these guys get paid. If Supermaxes weren't tied to all NBA selections, no one would complain. If Let the Pacers of the, if the, um, Can I finish? And then you can going, If the Pacers of their own volition said, Tyrese, you've been hurt the last two seasons since we've got you. We don't feel it's a right, a worthy investment for us to give you a supermax extension. Would another team around the league be willing to give him a supermax? Probably because they view it as a worthy risk, and that's why I think you should be your worth as much as anyone is willing to pay you. But when you tie it to a to a media voted awards to how much these guys are allowed to be offered, and then he misses time because he got hurt at work. They're going to complain. Like, let's bring up a construction worker. If a construction worker gets hurt at work and then his employer says, we're not going to pay you for the for this time off where you literally got hurt working for us, they're going to complain. That's why employees unionized. Because of stuff like this, when they weren't getting paid time off right. for injuries they sustained at work. That's why people need medical insurance when they work. 
this is what happened. If you get hurt at work and your employer refuses to pay you for an injury you sustained at work, people are going to complain. Right. That is what Terry. No, no, when he's talking about the bonuses, though. No one is arguing against bonuses. load management. Everyone thinks if you're healthy, you should play. The idea of taking games off when you can play, everyone is on the no, same no, page. Mars, Mars, even even the NBA players are on the same page of that. Mars, but if you can't play, they don't want to lose their Mars, money he's talking because about they can't play. He ain't talking about his regular salary. I agree with you. You should get your regular salary that's in your contract, but you shouldn't get bonuses and, and incentives for, for freaking not playing your games. You should, because he, like I said, those are tied to his all all NBA awards. And they shouldn't he, be. That's the point I'm making. They shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm saying so. I'm saying they're bonuses. I'm saying, yeah, you should get I agree with you on that. Like you should get your okay. your money, your contract money, Mars. But as far as them bonuses, like the 50, 40 million, you know, 50 million dollars that he'll get if he plays the certain amount of games and makes all NBA, he shouldn't get that if he's not playing the games. And Mars, this is where the divide is between you and me when we talk about the media and, and the all NBA, because I understand that the media has always voted for the all NBA which with the media voting for the All-NBA, that was determined by contracts. That, that, would, that would not determine, I'm sorry, that would determine the outcome of contracts for players. When Tim Hardaway ends up becoming first-team All-NBA, if he's a free agent, when Tim Hardaway was playing with the Miami Heat, he's first-team All-NBA, that determines his contract now because he's moving into a different bracket. Now we're talking about him like we talk about Gary Payton. We're talking about him like we talk about John Stockton. Why? Because he's a first-team he's a first -team All-NBA performer. I understand the logic that you are now seeing the money. You're now seeing that it's tied into that. It's always been tied into that because no, I'm, teams teams recognize when a guy is an all league defender. That's how I have to pay you. I don't get I don't have to pay you by the fact that we did we just did this. I'm also paying you because you've been an, you've been an all league defender for the last three years. I'm paying you because you led the league in assists, or you've been in the top three in the league in assists over the last three years, the last four years. That's what I'm paying you based off. I'm paying you based off your production. And what your production leads to is it leads to accolades. Now, the media, I don't think that they have anything to do with determining the money because they've always done that. They've always determined who, who, who are all league defenders. They've always determined who all league um all NBA guys are. They've always determined who the league MVP is. That's always happened. It's just now we're seeing it. We're finding out that, yo, if you make if you make first team All NBA, that's an extra $50 million, that's an extra $40 million for you. Well, the media was always voting on that. So it's not now all of a sudden, oh, the media is taking that away from them. Well, they've always been doing that. Yeah, the, the problem I have is not that the media, making an All NBA team might influence a franchise to pay this guy more because he played at a top 10 level, top five level, whatever the case may be. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But when it is, when you making the all NBA team is the difference between you being eligible for a certain amount of money. That's what I have the problem with. If, if we want to say, if, if Tyrese Halliburton makes the all NBA team, the Pacers might be willing to offer him 290 instead of 250. Sure. Cool. They might be willing to do it. But when you say Tyrese Halliburton physically can't get offered 290 unless he makes this all NBA team, you're giving the, the media members and the voters the power to determine how much money he can make. That's not and true. that's where I have the problem. That's his game, Why though, does Brian Windhorst get to determine how much no, no, money Anthony Edwards No, no, that's not true. That's his games, though. That doesn't make sense. No, no, that's not me. true. That's his games that he played that determines that. Because everybody knows he he would be that if he played the games. So if he played those games, it ain't like they're not going to vote him for that. We're saying that this, this is what we're saying. There's players who I, haven't I, made hold, it. Hold on, hold on. And, but I don't think the rule... Hold on, Mars. I don't think the rule is bad because the rule is... If you play a certain amount of games, right? So you got to play 65 games, 
you get to be eligible for the awards. Being eligible for the awards gets you that bonus money. Bro, as a team, I'm only obligated to pay you your contract. Everything else is a bonus. The awards is a bonus. So if you don't reach the limit and play the games we need you to play in order to get the, to the bonus, you can't cry and complain when you can't be selected because you didn't meet the requirement. You also have to understand this. They have people who are in business. Like Chilltown said, the TV networks and all this stuff. They want to see guys play. They ain't trying to keep hearing about guys getting hurt and all this other stuff. That, that money, at the end of the day, that money is their bottom line. So you have to. So they want to see production. They don't care about what you're going through. Your boss at work, Mars, they don't really care about what you're going through in the States. You can ask Chilltown. I know you in the UK and stuff like that, and it works different in your system. But you can ask Bob. If you don't show up to work in the States, most of the time your boss ain't going to care what the hell going on with you. You might get a couple sick days. Other than that, you gonna your sick ass or your hurt back going to be at work. And if you don't go to work, guess what they're going to do? They're not going to sympathize with your situation. They're going to get rid of your ass. So when you look at it in the NBA, the NBA had to do that because the guys they were brokering the deal with, they paid the NBA money for the TV deals. They're saying, look, man, if, the, if your product ain't out here on the court, we don't want to pay for it no more. And they have a right to say that. So now you have to put pressure on guys to be out there because you have to provide these people with a product that they're paying for. So the networks are giving you the money for this. The fans are paying for this. But you got a guy that's crying about not getting bonus money because he's not playing enough games. No, you're hurt. Okay, sit down. You don't get the award. But guess what? You get your good NBA salary. That's fair, bro. To me to me and Chilltown, that's fair, bro. It's unfair when you start asking for unfair expectations and different things to be handed down because that's not doing me a solid. If Chilltown owns the TV network, he does a deal with the NBA. Chilltown does a $15 billion deal with the NBA. Covers all these games and all the big games he got. He ain't got none of the star players on because they either low managing or hurt. How does that happen, Chilltown? His ratings go down. He's losing money. He ain't, he ain't earning money. Fellas, I got I got to step in because we got to get back to the initial topic. NBA always, players always when we cooking. When we cooking, NBA players that need to be traded at the trade deadline. The next player that I got for you guys is Demar Derozan. How do we feel about Demar? Should he be traded? If so, where should he be traded, or who should be requesting Demar's services? Wait, Demar's going to start with you. Can, oh, you, can we just fast forward through the whole the whole Bulls team needs to be traded? If we're going to go with Demar Derozan one, then right. Zach Levine, then, yes, the whole team. The answer for all oh. of them is yes. So I'm a, I'm going to save everyone right. the time. When you this ask about Zach Levine, if you ask about him, yes, he needs to be traded too. Caruso, <laughs> yes. Andre Drummond's yes. The, the only one who shouldn't be traded, Kobe White. Everyone else, yes. That's the Booch, answer, yes. Uh, traded. Every Trade the whole team. Trade the whole Hold team. Hold on. You're building so, a team around Kobe White, Mars? He's he's a young player. I'm not saying build around him. I'm saying he's the young piece you keep on the roster. That's what I'm saying. Not build around him. You build through the draft and you build through the assets. I, I, I do think, the, I do the think the Warriors, Mars, could use the Rosen, what Ron said, for uh, for uh, I think them or, the, or actually my, Bob's team, the Kings. I, if I'm them, I, I could look at use the Rosen because the Rosen's <laughs> a Cali guy. Listen, uh, listen what I'm saying. He's a Cali guy. So yeah, Cali guy, the send him to the send him to the Warriors. I I mean, the way Wiggins is playing, this to me the the, the Warriors could use the Rosen instead of Wiggins and send Wiggins off to Chicago. And then and then for Big Ox's team, uh what's the boy's name? Big Ox uh uh Harrison Harrison Barnes. Harrison, yeah, Harrison Barnes for the Rosen. I, I think that's an upgrade right now for them. If you have Harrison Barnes for DeRozan, because I think that also will open up Keegan Murray's role a little bit more if you got Harrison Barnes out of there. So I, I hey, listen, I, I think that that move could help either one of those teams. I, hey, I would trade him for uh, for uh, Harrison Barnes today. I think I think Demar Derozan in Sacramento, 
Man, the way they play, I actually kind of like that. I'm not gonna lie, I actually kind of like Jamal, Jamal back to Toronto. That's what that's where I'm at. Jamal back. To I'm actually Toronto. liking Demar Derozan. I'm actually liking Demar Derozan in Dallas because Irv is in and out of the lineup. Demar Derozan is gonna play. He's gonna play every night. I mean, he, he hasn't really been hurt, and Luca actually would have a reliable guy on the wing that he can go to, and he knows for a fact he's gonna be there. Irv, on the other hand. As good as Irv is, Irv is in and out of the lineup. I actually like DeMar DeRozan in Dallas. And I don't think they'd have to give up much to get him. DeMar, okay. I, don't think, I don't think DeMar I don't think DeMar DeRozan should be traded anywhere. I think I think all the Bulls should be should stay in Chicago. I think they should be stuck hey, there. Cool. I'm cool I'm cool cuz I, I miss the old days. When you I'm cool. Hey, I'm cool with that too. Listen, I had to play ball. Hey, Ron, hey, Mark, Bob, I had to play ball since Ron asked the question, so I had to play ball. You know what I'm, saying? I'm cool with that too, though. I'm cool with him over there. Demar to Toronto for Bruce Brown, Jakob Pertl pick, and then the Bulls will flip Bruce Brown and Jakob Pertl to contenders for more picks. That's what I would do. Ron, but Send you ain't see Bob down here complaining. Bob was thinking about when I said about, you know, the trade with Demar DeRozan to the Kings for, for, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want DeMar DeRozan, but. Hold on, why not? For what? Your Highness Charles said, why are y'all telling Ticket? Why Why are y'all telling Ticket is defending, is defending, why are y'all telling Ticket is defending? Why is, why is, is Ticket defending, why is Ticket defending billionaires? That's why is saying. Ticket defending billionaires? Yeah. If these dudes aren't paying, why should fans watch or show up to the games? If fans aren't showing up, where's the money coming from? Y'all clowns don't think, bruh. Okay, first of all, clown. Just so you know, the money is in TV. Just so you know, the money is in TV. I, I believe it's I believe it's less than forty percent of the money comes from the gate. Less than forty percent of the money that they, that they get in the NBA comes from the gate. The money comes from TV and contracts and advertising. That's where the money comes from. The problem is, is when you don't put these when these guys aren't playing, it's difficult to put it on TV because the last thing that you want to do is you want to have. Joel, you want to have a game where Joel Embiid is on the moniker. You want to have a game where uh, Anthony Edwards is on a moniker and he doesn't play. That's bad for TV because that's what I'm advertising. That's where the money is. So, and people gonna turn what, it off and don't turn it back on, chill when they see that. What's a good product if you have players? What's a, how's it a good product if you have injured players playing? We just seen them beat against the Warriors. It's not a good. That's product. not a good product. No, it's like bad like I said, everyone agrees with load management. Everyone, the players agree, the fans agree, the no, man, general managers fans agree, the owners agree. Management. If you are healthy, you should play. Everyone agrees. If you aren't healthy, you, what do you cannot mean if you play. Ninety percent of the league is not healthy. That's I'm cap. Not talking, I'm not most of the guys, hold on. Most of the guys in the NBA have injuries on a night to night basis and are playing. They're just not telling you. I'm not see, I'm not talking about un, I'm not talking about playable injuries. I've I've played sports where I'm not 100 percent I'm not talking about those injuries. I'm talking about when you have ligament damage. Or when you when you have a sprained ankle or when you have a broken hand. The, you the shouldn't play. Joel and B was fine before the game. He said Joel and B told him he was fine. What are you talking about? I, the cool, and I'm saying, look at him, he's not fine. And that's what I'm saying, look at him. Watch no, him but play. I'm saying no, no. He's I'm not saying, fine. That's a bad product. Before the game, Joel and B told the trainers because the trainers got to ask the players how you feel. The dude said he didn't have no pain. He felt fine before the game. That's what the coach said I'm after the game. The interviews on I'm YouTube. Arguing against. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that. I'm Bob, saying. Chicky, your your knees ain't you ain't never had knees issues in sixteen years. Hold on, hold on, Chicky, hold on, Chicky. That's not what I'm asking you if you played or not. I'm asking you, in 16 years of high-level professional basketball, you telling me you ain't, you have never had three weeks straight 
or your knees tweaking, just playing, you know, messing with you. Yes. I, I have you. I assume you never really had because I mean, if you played sixteen straight, you probably never had no major injuries. We had to get surgery. No, I had major injuries. I had knee surgery. Okay, okay. So, so what I'm saying is, so I'm saying is, then exactly. So you never walked into walked into the gym, coach like, hey, ticket, you good? And you, you know, you hurt, but you like, I'm straight. You know, like I'm not gonna say, you know, I'm, I'm straight. I'm good, coach. I'm yeah, because no, because and then and then and then get to playing in, in thirty minutes. It depends minutes, on you. Your, your knee is problem. Your knee, your knee is killing. Hold on, I feel what you happens though. It all depends yeah, on happens. you. Here's my point to you. you. You, I feel where you're coming from, but think about this, Ron. Ron, you want to you you have a different pain tolerance than me, right? So because maybe you're you're you are tougher than me. So little knickknack injuries, you know, not gonna affect you as much as it affect because we because we come from a different era. So you you're gonna play now. Some guys, if you, they get a knickknack, they can't go. They'll make it seem worse than what it is. So, so normally, let me answer your question. So if I don't have ligament damage, but my knee is sore, I got uh, tendonitis or something like that, and the coach said, hey, you, you you ready to roll? Yeah, I'm going. Let's go. That's how we thought. That's how we play. And we didn't think about it during the game. Nowadays, these guys are thinking about it, which is causing them more problems and the reason why they can't play through those injuries because their brain is now functioning to not be able to play through these situations. Again, Ron, this is one thing we need to talk about on this channel in the future on a different episode. This is a problem with guys like Zion. This is a problem with guys like Joel Embiid. When you're running around here 350 pounds, Joel Embiid is 350 right now. Do you know that? You can't is he be that heavy? Is he that heavy? 7 feet, 350 pounds. You can't be running around here 357 feet playing the way he plays thinking you're going to be healthy. You have to get in the, in, the, in, the, in the gym. You have to eat a healthy diet. Them dudes ain't eating. All them dudes in the league ain't eating healthy. You can tell Take by it. how their body looks. I, I, got, I got to read this Boy. super chat. And then he sent the follow-up super chat to the last last $25 super chat he sent through. He said, I did not say Ticket is defending billionaires. Someone in the comments said he was. I said fans aren't going to show up if they do. Then he followed up and said, okay, Mars, I agree with you. I don't want players who are actually hurt. I don't want this super skilled, fragile generation then. Bring out the old school dudes with less talent who played 82 games a season then. Problem solved. And the fans were more involved. Do you agree with that? Back then, the fans were going more crazy. The fans loved the teams. The fans actually loved teams more uh, than they do now. You actually had a better fan base then than you do now. And you actually have more viewership then than you do now. So all of the new stuff they're doing is not proven with the numbers because they got all the technology, but the numbers are down. So, so like, like I said before, man, it's all, it's all in your mind, bro. Bob, it's all in your mind. If you ain't got no torn ligament, Bob, you gonna play. This, that's the difference. Big Ox gonna play. I know if Big Ox is my teammate and he got a little knee tendonitis and we got a roll, Ox, you all right? Oh yeah, I'm good. Ox ain't finna tell me he bad. He gonna play. These dudes now they're not cut like that no more, bro. And that's the problem. When you give them too much, they take advantage of it, bro. And, and their minds process to think a different way. If you start forcing them to do something, they'll do it. They said Kawhi could not play no games back to back, Chill Town. They said the man had degenerative knees and it was only going to get worse. And Chill, remember they had you thinking he only had three good years left in the league? I, well, said, he's out, I, said, he, I said he out the league in two years. As soon that. as they took his money, Chill Town, this motherfucker, this motherfucker like all MVP. I said he's out the league in two years. As soon as they took his money, Kawhi looked like the MVP of the NBA right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get back to this Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, 350 pounds. Come on, man. He ain't that heavy. He is not that heavy. Hold on. Chill, did you see Joel Embiid? I know he big. Yes, he is big. He can't be 350. He ain't that big. Look at Joel Embiid beside Jokic, bro. You know how much Jokic weighs? Jokic tipping 300. Look at Joel Embiid. He makes Jokic look small, bro. 
Joel Embiid is running around here at 350. Zion Williamson was running around here at 310, 315. Come on, bro. These dudes, you think these dudes really eating right? You think they take care of half of these dudes about don't even have a personal trainer? I mean, a personal trainer or a uh, personal chef. chef. They don't have that. Half of these dudes eating at McDonald's, Burger King. I see these guys all the time. They don't care about that. They just going, you can't live like that and expect your body to, to, to what you put in your body is what you're going to get out. What do you think Joel Embiid is eating for dinner every night? That fool going and getting a, a guy. I know that boy eating back. good. I know I'm that boy eating real that, good. That, yeah, that nigga getting a 20 piece from KFC, not a five piece. <laughs> all right so let's let's keep it lit we moving on to the very next player at the top at the top of the list that i think everybody up here has talked about and we're all expecting a trade to happen at some point sooner than later but we got Dejounte murray for the atlanta hawks i need you guys to tell me where should he go or should he stay Ox, right, so i'm gonna start with you on this one Dejounte orlando Shout out to Orlando. You've been pushing for those Orlando guards to be upgraded. So I'm, right. I'm on the side on that now. I'm on the side on that. Yeah. All right. I would love to see that Orlando Apollo Franz. They'll get busy. Who comes off that yeah. roster? Uh Ox. Okay, so if, if DeJounte's in in Orlando, who's out? So are we are we are we coming off Markel? What what is it gonna take to make yeah. the deal happen? I would, <clears throat> for me, for me, it's any 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 two of those. I'm pretty sure Atlanta's going to be like, well, for losing DeJounte's defense, y'all have to give us Jalen Suggs. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, Mars. That right there. Mark, Mark yeah. Owen, Cole Anthony. Mark yeah, Ryan, Cole I mean, that's what I'm, I'm saying, I, think, I don't, I don't right think that there. should be a thing. It should be Markel and Cole. What I'm saying is, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to come off for Jalen Suggs, but if it's like, you know, Jalen Suggs in a pick or something. I think I think Dejounte is that much He's better than Suggs. That, I, I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't want to. The money going to match up too, though. I think you yeah. have to you have to throw Gary so Marco, Harris. Harris. So Markel, 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 and Cole might be enough to get it done. Markel, Cole, and some picks. That's what I'm offering. That's that's and what it should be. If they may, if, if Orlando yeah. can do that, then it's that good. Because if because you got the defense of Suggs, you got the defense of Dejounte, and then don't forget Anthony Black too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a good that's a good start for Orlando. I like I like what they could do with that team. Either I keep way, forgetting that Orlando Ron, has Ron Anthony Paolo, Black. Suggs and Anthony Black are damn near untouchable in my opinion. Franz Paolo, Jalen Suggs, and Anthony Black are borderline okay. untouchable. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade them for anything. Ron, See, but with, 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 with Anthony Black being there, I'm a lot more comfortable trading Jalen Suggs. Mm -mm. A lot, a lot more coverage. Why y'all want to trade players from a team that's coming up doing things the right way, like Orlando? So that could be better. No, they I'll are. Just let them keep. I'll, they're on the right trade path. Trade Markel and Cole Anthony. I'm we're with that. Jalen. No, I'm saying I think Orlando's on the right path. Yeah, they I are on the right some, path. I they just need one more piece. Teams, mm -hmm. I think sometimes you got to let teams, you know, grow. I do think that like the teams that are coming up, like Orlando, to me, keep developing those guys. But Markel and Markel and Cole Anthony are never going to be good enough. How uh, you know that though? Hey, hey, we got to we, we, we got to keep Cole pushing on Tiki, Tiki, because I I got I got to get your answer on where you think Dejounte Murray should go. He shouldn't go nowhere. She stay his ass right there in Atlanta. When I think about it, did the dude that should go? Did, if they're going to trade anybody on that team, they need to be the cancer. <laughs> Trey. Yeah, he's yeah. the cancer on that team. He's the yeah. one. He's the one consistent that's end up that's been the problem. The coaches that you, I mean, you have ran through coaches now. 
That this is, how many coaches Trey Young don't had? Like four coaches. He had the ball headed black dude. Lloyd Pierce. He had um then who was there before Lloyd Pierce? Name, name no, Lloyd Pierce was his rookie year. Lloyd Pierce. Okay, was yeah, yeah. Lloyd Pierce. So Lloyd Pierce, Nate McMillan, Quinn Snyder. Now we, and, now we on Quinn Snyder. Now we on Quinn Snyder. Now we on okay. Quinn Snyder. There was, an, Quinn, there was like another intern between Nate. Yeah, McMillan. that was another intern. And I can't Quinn Snyder ready to pull his hair out his head over there. I'm watching him on the sideline, like, man, Quinn Snyder be over there ready to go crazy on a nightly basis and dealing with Trey Young. So they made it seem like it was old boy. They traded to the Jazz. So, but it wasn't him. He's gone. They they got worse since he's been gone. Um, what's the big boy's name? Mars the power forward. Joe Powell. No, 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 no. The Jay power forward that was with the team Powell last year. Oh, John Collins. Yeah, John Collins. They made it seem like it was Collins. Yeah, he gone. He the team got worse. Bro, it's Trey Young, man. It's to me, it's Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young is not meant to be. Even though he's a, he's a he's a good point guard. He's not meant to be a leader of a team. He needs a guy. Who four ones, yo. Ticket, they gave up four ones for DeJounte Murray. Four of them. Yeah, bro. Are we going to get those back? Four. No, I'm saying, no, no. I'm they saying I promote, I promote Murray because I think that I think that Trey Young's a bad influence on him. I move Murray to the point. He's a oh, bigger point. Player D, get, get uh, Trey Young out of there and go get another. Uh, I would say go get another. I don't know, man. The Hawks, I. I I'm, I'm iffy on Sadiq Bay. Sometimes I watch him. Sometimes he play well. Sometimes he don't. I'm not really a fan of his game. But like when I start getting down on him, he do me like like Skeet Henderson did me last night. So like who took it? Like like, like, like who took it? Man, motherfucker Skeet. I start thinking about Mars when Skeet started. <laughs> man, you should have known he was gonna pick that Bucks defense. I said, I don't man, know. this fool Mars sitting up here telling me about Skeet, and this fool come out here cooking last night, Ron. Skeet came out on everything cooking them boys last night. I said, that's, man. That's bro. why I asked you. That's why I asked you, Chilltown. Can Dan guard him? That's crazy. Shout out to Doc Rivers letting Yannis shoot free throws, by the way. Shout out to Doc Rivers. So, Mars, they gave, they, gave, they gave up a 20. They, they gave up this year's one. They gave up a 25 one. They gave up a 26 one and a 27 one. Yeah. I've seen one of them Zach a smoke or something. So, yeah, I'm not getting rid of him, Chilltown. I, I, I'm keeping Murray because he does. I think he does play deep and he's good. I think he can run the point and he's good. I would move Trey Young and try to get another big piece instead of him and team him up with Murray. See what I'm saying? That's what I would do. I, 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 would, I would do that. I, what I mean is that, like, Mars, what do you think the biggest need for the Hawks is outside of Portland? A wing defender. Like yeah, a two well, no, way I'm saying, wing. Like, like, no, I'm saying if you could get another star player, kid, Jaylen, what position Jaylen. would you be what looking at? I'd look at, I'd be looking for a two-way wing. I don't know how many exist in the NBA, but that's why. Okay, so so if I'm moving Trey Young, then if I'm moving Trey Young, Ron, I'm not moving Murray, Ron, but I'm moving Trey Young, and I'm looking for a a, a wing, maybe like a. a... I'll be damn, Ron. Ron, would y'all do something like this? I do Trey Young for Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Would y'all do that, Ron? No, extra pieces, of course, extra pieces, but like. That oh, okay. I thought yeah, it was that, just straight. No, 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 not straight up. But like, like whoa, Brand, wait a Brandon, Brandon Ingram is Brandon Ingram's the center. Would you do Trey Young in a pick for Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones? The Hawks are giving up a pick. With, I'm saying with Trey Young to get Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, and uh, one other piece. I would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would, I would do, do that, that immediately. Pelicans. Immediately. like Zion on Trey. No, I do like Zion and Trey. I'm saying, yeah, like, oh, if I'm like. the Hawks, I'm no, I like, don't. yeah. You don't like Zion and Trey, Hawks? I'm not. Trey passed that ball. Defensively, yo, it's cooked. Yo, like, yo, ticket. I'm going to have to. We, we going to holler oh, yeah, at you yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Hey, hey, man, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. Hey, you see how big right, Jordan right. beat is, right, Ron? 
Yeah, yeah. Put them on the big screen. Yeah, see? I know it's levels, baby. 350, oh man. Damn, ticket. Yeah, you wow with that right there. I Embiid, think you definitely like Embiid like 290. Yeah, 350. That's wow. Nah. Shock was 350. I mean, no, I get what Ticket's saying, though. If if Zion was 310, you got to imagine Joel Embiid is six inches taller than Zion. So that that's that that's a whole lot more mass. On top of that, if he's out of shape, if he's that big, I can see him being in the 300s. 350, maybe not, but 310, he, he could easily be 310, 320. Easily. He's, he's like 290. Yo, Ox is two. I, I mean, I ain't going to throw it out there, but <laughs> Ox <laughs> is in the upper twos, and he's 6'8". Yo, got, let's stop the 6'8". I seen Ox. Ox 6'9". A bit of it. Okay, Joel B got four inches on Ox. Yeah. With every inch, you got to expect another 10 pounds. At least. It, but Joel, it, it, but Joel, big, Joel big, though. He's, he's, he's big. He's what kind of mathematics is this? That, I'm telling you, that's usually, that's usually how it goes. With, with every inch, it's at least another 10 pounds. So you I'm know, like, like the body mass index, Mars? What the hell is going on? It's, it's on there, bro. Hey, Damo, pass that, yo. Since you walked in the door, pass that, please. My you man. know I will chill. Absolutely, my man. Good we still, but, but before we get to last night's games and break down all the scores and whatnot, we still in the middle of this Dejounte Murray uh, scandal right now. So I gotta hear. I heard from Ox. Ox said the magic ticket said he don't need to go nowhere. He need to be traded. The trade needs to go. But Damo, I'm glad you came in. Chill. I still need to hear from you. And Mars, I need to hear from you. But Damo, since you fresh into the party, where should Dejounte Murray be traded? I'm trying to think of places that need a point guard. Uh, we had this conversation before. Not that many teams need a starting point guard. The only ones I could think of that could upgrade by getting DeJounte Murray, in my opinion. The Spurs. It, the Spurs are the first <laughs> the Spurs are the first team I feel like would need him. They shouldn't have let him go. Letting them letting him go was a bad. I mean, you robbed the Hawks. Four first round picks. I can't get mad at that. But you should probably try to get him back if I'm the Spurs, because you do need more guard play. To help with those young guys' development, especially Wimby. Wimby needs guards. Um, I would say the Spurs, of course, the Lakers. I'm a good DeJounte guy. I like DeJounte Murray, so I and I feel like we need definitely need defense at the point guard position. And although everyone's saying his defense is fluky and fake, I don't believe that. I just think he's putting a bad situation down in Atlanta that's kind of exposing him, just like Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges isn't a bad defender, but when you're asked to do some different things that you're not used to doing, or just isn't you, you're gonna suffer some way. So I would say the, the Spurs won, the Lakers two, and other than those two teams, I do like the Magic. I don't know who who you said said the Magic when I came in during the Magic conversation. Oh, Ox said, said it. The Magic could be a good fit for him too. Yeah. All right, show Mars. Talk to me, Dejounte Murray. Orlando's. I'm I'm a watch Orlando. I think okay. if Orlando can get a guard, I'm offering I'm offering Marco and Cole Anthony, and some picks for guards around the NBA. Every guard who is a, is potentially willing to ask out, or any guard who is in a situation that isn't beneficial, I'm looking at them. I'm Chicago, to, Zach Levine. Hello, I got Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. <laughs> oh, Atlanta. Hello, I got Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. Any team that has a guard, I'm I'm dangling Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz, just hoping someone will bite because I, I think they need floor spacing. Um, shot creation from the perimeter outside of um, Paolo and France. So yeah, all that. If there's any other guards coming up, like primary guards, I'm probably gonna say. They, is that that's not that's not enough for um for uh, what's his name in Cleveland? Is it Donovan Mitchell? 
No, 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 the other one. Darius Garland? Darius Garland, that's his name, yeah. I dangle it around, see how many picks they ask for. Hmm. Anything but Franz, Paolo, Jalen Suggs, and um, Anthony Black. I'm also trying to keep Jonathan Isaac. Everyone else, they might have to become available in that trade, but I'm I'm offering it. I'm for sure offering it. You think these teams are going to take two point guards for like other points? Like Atlanta, if they if they're keeping Trey Young, I'm thinking the mindset of Atlanta basically has everyone on the table but Trey Young. In my opinion, I don't think they're trying to trade Trey Young, which I don't blame them. Um, do you think they would take even if you're throwing two or three picks on it? You think they'll take Markel and Cole Anthony, knowing they have uh, Trey Young still too? I don't think I, I don't think Trey Young's gonna be there very long. I'm gonna be honest. I that's, I have no inside sources. I just I just don't think that he's gonna be there very long. Um and I think I mean Cole is what six two and Michael's like six four, six five. Mm-hmm. I mean it can it can work and especially if like it gives you the chance to if one of them doesn't work out, the other one might. So you get two guards who both have Pretty good upside. Marco's upside is probably cooked right now. But like generally speaking, you get two guards who seem decent on paper um, for the price of one. And you'll probably get some picks back from Orlando for DeJounte because Atlanta gave up a bunch of picks to get him. So you want to get some pick back, picks back. So I think it's, I think they'd look into it. But they're definitely, they're going to ask for more, obviously. But I don't, the Magic don't have much wings that I think are available because I'm not giving up Jonathan Isaac if I can help it. Pretty sure the Magic got picks though, right? They should. I don't know why that's, they wouldn't. That's what they trade. They traded. They, tra- they, traded, they, tra- they traded some picks. Um, no, the Bulls traded them picks for Vucevic. So no, they got picks. Y- yeah. So did they that- get picks for Gordon? For um, Aaron Gordon? I they had to. Have. I think so. Yeah. I, I think I don't know the Magic's pick future, but I, I'm pretty sure they got picks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So if I'm the Magic, I lean heavily on those picks. It might be like those two guys, and even if I need to, mm-hmm. I'll give Atlanta back another pick or two because it's like as young as we are, we still got Anthony Black rookie we got uh paulo and france very young wendell carter's even still relatively young uh who else uh Jalen suggs still young even dejounte dejounte still young enough where it's like yo like obviously you want those picks but we good we got we got we got a a, a nice treasure chest of young assets oh well, that's a bunch play. of picks yeah well, yeah they they need to go ahead and do what OKC needs to do. They put, got they got, the they got pick this player. year and two next year, um, two and twenty six, one in twenty seven, two, two and twenty nine. I think they got a bunch of picks. They got a bunch. Yeah, they got a bunch. Okay, okay. He, he just signed a contract extension last summer, though. Literally just this summer, DeAndre. I'm sorry, DeAndre Murray just signed a contract extension this summer. So it was obvious that he was part of their future plan. So the fact that they moving off of him. I think that's interesting, but I don't think they thought they were gonna be this bad. Yeah, I didn't think they were. I, I thought that this matchup between him and this this match this pair between him and and and, and Trey Young would would be a lot better. But since you want to move off of them, and Mars, you mentioned and Mars, you mentioned two way wings, and I, I probably can't get you the two way wing you want, but I can get you some shooting. So I'm gonna call up New Orleans. And I'm gonna ask for the kid Hawkins. I'm gonna ask for. I'm gonna throw in. Jose Alvarado and I'm gonna ask for Herb Jones. Those three guys I'm gonna ask for. See what I can get for. I'm gonna see what they would give me of, of those three. Remember, Damo, I, I, what I what I really need is fifty. I'm gonna ask you for hundred and fifty to see what I can actually get. That's what I'm asking. Who's my for so, Atlanta right now? Yes, Atlanta. I'm, I'm gonna call up New Orleans. I'm gonna ask for Hawkins. I'm gonna ask for Herb Jones, and I'm gonna ask you to throw in Jose Alvarado. 
and I'm going to see what what your counter is to that. Because I'm sure you're not going to give me all three of those guys. So I'm interested to see what that – I'll be interested to see what that what that would look like. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. But, Chill, I know you're a Herb guy. I'm a Murphy guy. I'm a Trey right. Murphy type of guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like – I damn near asked him for Herb and Trey. Mm-hmm. I try to come off with both of them. Might might not be possible, but yeah. I think you put those two type of wings next to Trey. It's like now we talking with Jalen Johnson. I I think that'd make that a that's you know you know we've talked about building building rosters around smaller guys. You obviously right. need defense around them and floor spacing yeah. and shooting big athletic guys. I think those are the two guys that are really helped Trey along with Jalen Johnson. That's fair. Yeah, I can give it that. I think no matter what pieces you try to go get off of teams to put around Trey Young. Your ceiling is going to cap out the same. The ceiling is not going to go any higher with this team. Um, they can go out and try to put any mismatch of different guys around Trey Young. If the team is built around Trey Young, their ceiling is still here. That's the real issue here. Um, and it's not something easy to be done, but I feel like in terms of competing, if again, if it's trying to, I know it's different angles you can go. You can go to just sell ticket routes, just seem appear to be competitive on paper to sell tickets, and that'd be fine. Or if you're trying to win. And if you're trying to win, I'm not going to lie. The answer is you need to find somebody better than Trey Young. Yes. And that's not easy. That's not oh, an easy. That's not oh, the easiest oh. thing to do. But that's what, in terms of winning, in terms of winning, he can't be the best player on the team. Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's, what, I mean. that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I got you. I got you. Because I'm like, I, you know, there, there was some talks about Anthony Davis and whatnot, too. I think if you had a guy like Anthony Davis on that team with Trey Young, I think, I think that's what Trey needs. Trey needs like a, a big man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, that can that can go get his too. Guy. Yeah, if Trey if Trey had if Trey had a, a big a big guy on his squad, I think I think he can make a decent run. I've always thought that uh, when you asked Mars, um, what's the position you feel like? Well, I don't know if it was you, whoever asked Mars, what's the position you feel like they need? And he said a two way wing. Man, for me, he needs a damn big who can he can really work with in the pick and roll, can play defense, and to my opinion, stretch the floor a bit. Not necessarily need to be sit, be able to sit there and hit the three, but have the ability to pop, and they he can really Anthony manipulate. Davis. Okay, he needs Anthony Davis. Cool. I mean, it's not just I mean, Mo, did we be honest? <laughs> he just described out- AD. I don't know. Yeah. Clint Capella is outdated in that offense. He is. As, as good as Clint Capella oh, yeah, was. I, I, I don't like Clint Capella. Yeah, I, I, like. I think he's outdated in that offense. And to get a pick-and-pop guy, to get a pick-and-dive guy that can knock down – that, that can knock down a 15-footer, that can run the floor like Anthony Davis. Yeah, he'd be really good on Atlanta. Really good on Atlanta. I'm with Ron. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not interested in Jordan Hawkins if I'm the Hawks. Well, he didn't say that, but in terms of like Trey Murphy, I'm with him on that. But I'm not. The Hawks have Jordan Hawkins on their roster. They just don't use him, and I don't know why. I don't know what A.J. Griffin cool. did. Oh. A.J. Griffin was Jordan Hawkins of last year. A yeah. wing who can shoot, elite shooter, movement shooter, off the dribble, and play can defense. attack closeouts. I don't know what happened this year where he just started getting DMPs, maybe beef with the coach, maybe it's a family issue, maybe he's he got worse. I don't know. AJ Griffin is Jordan Hawkins on the Hawks. He just doesn't play. And I don't know. Maybe Hawks fans can tell me if there's any Hawks fans in the chat. What did AJ why Griffin he, do and why, why does he is not he play? not getting any? Because he can stretch the floor, he can attack closeouts, he can get downhill, make floaters, finish around the rim. Doesn't really play defense, just like Jordan Hawkins. So I don't, I don't know, and I think he might be younger than Jordan Hawkins, or the same age. So I, I don't know, I don't know what happens. I'm, I'm genuinely curious about what happened with AJ Griffin. I don't, I don't get it. This you, is the perfect time, the perfect I, I, time I, I, to shout out a rivalry that's going to be happening today in the NBA between the Lakers and the Celtics, and we'll be watching it 
right on our very playback stream with J Robin Seven. You guys be sure to pull up at 4:15 Pacific time, 7:15 Eastern time, and we're gonna watch that game live in full effect. You never know who's gonna pull up. Dama might pull up. Chill might pull up. Ticket might pull up. You never, you never know. Uh, also, right after that, it's gonna be another game between the 76ers and the Jazz. Um, that's J Rob and Ox. J Rob going back to back. Shout out J Rob. Hey J Rob, mm-hmm. not low managing today. He, he getting it in. On top of that, he got he got uh open field today too. Yo J Rob, see J Rob. J Rob's being true to the game. He's not cheating the game. Shout out J Rob. Mm-hmm. Shout out playback. Catch us a little later. Also, uh, if you haven't liked the video, go ahead and like the video. I got a couple super chats, and then we are gonna get on to the next player. Um, Teddy Hart said trade Devin Vassell and McDermott, and maybe some picks for trade. Then. Then the Spurs should draft the best possible shooting guard in this year's draft. Let DeJounte, Vasil, Jalen Johnson, and Okungwu rock in Atlanta. I I'm trading code and not having to sell. I don't know if that's enough. For Trey, I, I love Trey Young. And, and just like Damo, how much how much Damo loves <laughs> Anthony Davis in Atlanta with, with, with Trey Young, I love Trey Young in San Antonio with Wimby. Because now, one, you got a primary distributor. He's going to be so much better in transition, particularly. I ain't even talking about stopping pop in the offense, picking pop. I'm just talking about in transition, how much better he would be, right? And how much how much more Trey Young is going to open up the offense for him. I just don't think Devin Vassell and McDermott is enough. I don't think that gets it done. Calden Johnson Vassell and a bunch of picks, man. Mm. Just not this year's pick. Keep this year's pick. But like a bunch of <laughs> – because if you get Trey Young and Wemby, you're making the playoffs next year. Man, we I, fight that. I will not fight that. When we gonna be a borderline top ten player next year, so mm. yeah, they making the playoffs. Jamaica's choice said. Now that Damo's here, I don't. I, want... I, I don't. I don't want to hear nothing, nothing. about the trade about trade D'Lo. Trade that super bum at your small forward spot. What is his purpose on earth? What? <laughs> I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, and I'm a B-ball fan uh... before a team fan. Damn Taliban. Cam to the magic. <laughs> Trade that bomb at your small forward spot. Oh, I have Prince? been I, – I, I would assume he's talking about Torian Prince, but then he said Cam to the magic, so I'm like, okay, he's talking about Cam Reddish. I've been on the train of, man, stop stop with the whole trade D-Lo thing. It's not D-Lo's fault. I've been telling you that. And D-Lo started rocking lately because he like, I ain't the problem here. I'm not. That's no, why Dom was playing that right now, Chilltown. D-Lo, as soon as D-Lo – Goes back as soon as the trade line goes goes by, and D'Lo and doesn't get traded. No, he, he goes back. He goes back. As soon as he, he goes back to playing like D'Lo, Damo will come up here. You know what's funny? We should have traded D'Lo weekend. Now you know what's funny. Now you know what's funny. When D'Lo and Ar was sitting there struggling at the beginning of the season, who came on here calling D'Lo a terrorist? It damn sure wasn't me. Y'all have not heard me talk about D'Lo terrorism all season. I ain't been sitting here saying we need to move D'Lo all season. Y'all can check every episode this year. Mm. Even the start of the season, I said, I'm going to make it Be my that. point this year to not sit here and try to blame D'Lo because I see the trend going on with the Laker fans of, oh, we got to scapegoat somebody. And it's not about scapegoat. The only person I want to scapegoat, I made a resolution to say we're not scapegoating with this. <laughs> so now I'm just I'm just blaming the team. But be that as it may, Damo, be that as it may, we can for sure go back and watch the tape and you didn't say any of that, right? That's cool. But when this season is over and it's because of D'Lo, 
You are going to come up here calling D-Law a terrorist. You can't too. judge this team until Gabe Vincent's back. I'm going to be honest. When Stop, Gabe Vincent's bro, back, Mars. Cut it out, Mars. When Gabe Vincent's back, <laughs> then you can judge this team at their full What's capability. Gabe Vincent's record as a Laker? He's like one he's and been seven. Play, he's been playing with a, on a hurt knee. Then he got surgery. When he comes back and he looks like Gabe Lillard again. Everyone goes, oh my God, Gabe Vincent. That's, that's when we can judge the team when Gabe Vincent's back. All right, y'all. Teflon Gunsmoke said Trey Young for Jalen Brown. They already, the got, Boston, like they already got a point guard in Boston. They good. Mm -mm. The Celtics aren't trading any core cool pieces. They'll no, trade like Boucher or something. Nope. All right. That's that. Uh, We're going to get on to the next player that I have on my list. We talked about the Orlando Magic a lot. Receiving somebody. Mars, you're going to like this one. But. No, 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 no. Untouchable. 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 Maybe mm -hmm. trading somebody. He doesn't play a lot, but he's very valuable in the minutes he plays. Jonathan Isaac, do we see there being any contenders that may want to reach out and get Milwaukee? Milwaukee, pick up the telephone. Milwaukee, pick up the telephone and call Orlando and check their temperature on Jonathan Isaacs. Call them up and ask what is what's his availability because he is what you're looking for a wing defender who could give you minutes in spots. Now, Mars, he's only played 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Well, Doc Rivers will spread that out. Doc Rivers will play him five minutes here, then play him another eight minutes here, then play him another five minutes there, and actually spread that out where he can be effective, as opposed to what Coach Mosley's doing, where he'll put him on the floor for 11 minutes, and you won't see him again for the rest of the night. No, that's not what Doc Rivers is going to do. So pick up the telephone, Milwaukee. Like I said, call up New Orleans. Ask for Herb Jones. Call up Chicago. Ask for Caruso. Pick up the telephone and call Orlando and check their temperature on Jonathan Isaac. Because that's your wing defender that you're looking for. I would say recently his minutes have been going up. Apart from a back-to-back. -back. He's never going to play a back-to-back -back ever. So <laughs> the, when he played the back-to-back -back against Dallas and started, eight minutes. Cool. We understand. But recently he's like 22 minutes, 20 minutes. So like His minutes have been going up. And that's because he's untouchable. Orlando, don't trade him. Mm -mm. He's a five players untouchable now. Jalen Suggs, Paolo, <laughs> Tons, Anthony Black. And Jonathan Isaac. Or, mm -mm. or maybe, maybe, Mars, it's not that he's untouchable. Maybe his minutes are going up because he, he wants people, they want people to see him to up his trade value. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. I'm going to be honest. Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac on this Magic team, play two more minutes no tonight. one wants to see the Magic in the playoffs. No one wants to see them. If Jonathan Isaac can play 22 minutes in a playoffs in a playoff game for a series, you don't want to see them. Mm -mm. He's about, he's, he'll get there, Mars. He'll get there. They're just, they're just revving it up. Yeah, every game I'm wrapping him up 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds till we get to 22 minutes. Mars, it's that yeah. it's, it's that it's that car that's it still looks good on the surface, but it's got some problems. So you shine it up real good and you put it out on display because you want everybody to see, hey, check it out. This is what I got to say. Be a used car salesman. I ain't tell what I'm not telling you is that you know this engine got some problems, and but I ain't gonna tell you that part. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna run it up and down the block for you to show you how good it runs. So that might be what's going on in Orlando right now. They might be doing that. Jonathan, uh, different, man. Damo Ox, Jonathan Isaac, <clears throat> suggestions? Keep him where he at, man. I don't. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, stay keep him, keep him in Orlando because you put him in a big market and they resurface those. He refused the kneel things. All right, cool, cool. Uh, we're going to keep it pushing off of Jonathan Isaac to the next player. The next player that I got on the list for you guys is Bruce Brown. 
Bruce Brown. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not. I ain't even waving with this. Pick up the telephone, Denver. Get him back. Pick up the telephone, Denver. Get him back. Call. Yeah, call him <laughs> up. Baby, get him back. Baby, yes, sir. I made a mistake. <laughs> hey, it happens, Ron. Baby, it I happens. made a mistake. Cool yes. thing about it is, I still got the, I, I still got your yes. same pillow over here. Yeah, uh, you still got your side of the bed. Yeah, <laughs> I still know exactly what Come breakfast on. to make you in the morning. Come, I, I Come on, home. Come on home. Pick up the telephone. He's exactly. If I'm an OKC, I'll trade number three for him. Oh, speaking of number three, I was watching that. We're going to get to this later, but I was watching that Oklahoma City game last night. His ability to shoot in the mid-range. It looked like somebody moving the basket. Like the, the, the shit. It, it looks weird. Bro. It looks weird, Big Ox. It looks weird, Damo, where his shot looks like he's rushing it and he's got the ball too much. He's got the ball way too much, especially in the meat and potatoes of the game. He's a good distributor, and I think he's a really good playmaker. But it's it's like putting a square in a in a round peg, in 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a round hole. It just doesn't seem to be working with him in the lineup. I don't, yo, I, don't, yo, I, don't I don't like it. Chill. Where does Bruce Brown play for? In Toronto. He's in Toronto. Okay, that that's what I was thinking. So I had Terrible to bring somebody that, that I had to bring somebody from Toronto to give us the inside scoop on what's that's going on such up a north. Bad north. Segue. What's going on up north? That's that segue, Ron. I don't. That's know. the that's segue. Segue. What up, Pat? Oh, what up, Chill Town Mars? What up, what up, what up, what up? Hello, Jalen. What up, Jalen? Jalen, you want number three in Toronto? Jalen, you want number three in Toronto for Bruce Brown? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I I still think he has potential in the league. I exactly. think he can still be a quality player, and if you can get him for the cheap, because again, innocent number three, Josh Giddy, say his name loud and proud. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna have him on his team, hundred percent, hundred percent, That boy innocent. Ma, ma, that's fine. That's ma, ma, fine. Ma, is he, the the Toronto fan has spoken. He'll take number three for. <laughs> you, call, you, you call you call him number three. You put him in the same category with thirty two. Oh, hell no, hell no, hell no. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, going, so, I've got, I'm actually, I'm going to be honest. I've got so used to just saying number three that, like, it's, oh, it's not okay. really like, no, I just want to make sure, because, when I think about the whole landscape of what went down, I'm like, yo, come on, man. That no, sounds wild. 32 going to be 32 forever, but. That we, that, that, number three, that, I'm just saying number three, because I'm. I'm yeah, those two, now. those two things are not, those two things are not close to the same thing. Are you telling I, me bigger? So big ox, I'm 19 years old. I'm in a club. I mean a chick. We don't need to talk about it. Honestly, I don't even yeah, know. I don't want none of yeah, those. Bruce Brown, back to Bruce, Bruce Brown. Back to Bruce Brown. Back to Bruce Brown. Back to Bruce Brown. I'm just saying. saying. Talk about Josh, Bruce Brown and where he's just saying. I have a different I would, I, would do, I would like to see Bruce Brown in OKC. That's the point yeah. I'm getting. I think Bruce if we could get a nice young player and maybe even a draft pick for obviously a contender who would be able to use Bruce Brown, I'm taking that all day, every day. What's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan, Jalen? I mean, what, what, what are y'all doing? What, what are y'all doing in, in Toronto? Oh, we're, it's, it's definitely, definitely. I think uh, a rebuild. I would say quite a full rebuild because we have pieces right. like quickly, you know, RJ Barrett, Scotty Barnes. Right. We have pieces there, so it's not going to be some full rebuild where we're going to be right. the worst team in the league. But I think it could be, you know, a kind of rebuild on the quick. Maybe, a, maybe a three-year period. I think we'd be right. back in the playoffs. Maybe five years back in contention based on who we get or or if we draft kind of a star or Scotty Barnes take that next step. I'm still right. believing in Scotty Barnes, you know, being a, a you know, top three, top probably a top three two way player in the league. Um, I do think he has to figure out kind of his when you say basketball IQ makes a lot of dumb decisions, makes a lot of dumb decisions even even off the even off the off the court too. <laughs> we've seen him make some dumb decisions right. too, but on the court, it's a guy I think that can give you 25 any given night. 
you know, if he's shooting the ball well. Definitely up and down with his jumper, especially that three ball. Uh, the playmaking has definitely improved this year in passing. He's probably going to be more of that next year too, kind of a primary ball handler for them. And then the defense is going to be elite. So, I mean, I think he's he can, he can definitely be – hopefully he can be the best player on a championship team. Right now, I I think I right now I think I hopefully so I think he yeah Mars, he just said two. that he did hopefully, just say that hopefully that's yes, that's the plan develop into he, he, obviously he, he did just say that has always been Kawhi Leonard the the the, pro, the goal was always him to process, become Kawhi Leonard that's the goal with Scotty Barnes Mars wait a minute Mars I was wait, not wait, the wait, 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 wait. what that was not wait, wait, wait. the goal that's what we were in Toronto it definitely was it definitely was I'm telling you that was it definitely was we heard we heard a lot of we heard a lot of came in yeah Scotty Barnes got dropped the comp was Kawhi. Yeah, a lot. Of, I heard a lot yeah. of. Stuff. Yeah. I heard. I heard Scotty Pippen. I, I, I heard Scotty Pippen. You guys have different conversations. Yeah, but what I'm asking you, Mars, is when Scotty Barnes showed up. I mean, it's the same logic with Kawhi. When Kawhi showed up in 2011, did you see 25 a game, 26 a game? Finals no, MVP? I'm, I'm not saying he can't develop. I'm not arguing about how well Scotty Barnes can develop. Right. My memory of Scotty Barnes when he got drafted was not the comparison was Kawhi Leonard. That was no, not was, what I, I heard. heard. I, I heard. I heard Scotty Pippen. That's what I heard. I definitely didn't hear that. I heard Draymond Green and Ben Simmons. So what that, conversations was that? I'm about to say, I don't know. I never heard y'all talking to. That's crazy. I heard Draymond Green I did hear Ben Simmons. Now, Draymond, I don't know about Draymond. I heard Ben Simmons. though. I heard, I heard Ben Scottie Simmons with offense. That's that's literally mm. what yeah, I heard. Ben Simmons was offense. Ben Simmons That's why I had high expectations for him. I'm like, Ben Simmons with offense. Man, is this the new prototype? I was like, yeah, I like him over Jalen Suggs, but I... Kawhi never once did I hear yeah, that. Kawhi is crazy. Ben Simmons, but you you put Josh Giddy on this team and you ship out Bruce Brown, we might we could make the playoffs in the East. I'm not gonna lie. At first, at first, I was like, yo, I, I I'm I, I'm selfish. I'm biased. Bruce Brown to the Lakers. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna hold you. Bruce Brown to OKC might be the best move, and if anybody should go to Canada, I looked it up. The age of consent is 16. <laughs> Mm. Josh Giggity would in Toronto. I look at it. It's 16. Giddy, I'm, I'm gonna get you right. You come out with me to the 19 plus club. I got you. I'm an idea for you. Make sure it don't happen again. We good. <laughs> you don't got to. I hear you, but we're gonna make sure nothing is going to happen. Don't get in trick when the age is 16. Who tricking you? It's legal for you. You ain't going to jail. That's true. You ain't going to jail. I don't think Toronto wants to trade for the Pied Piper, so um but it makes sense. Bruce Brown and OKC does make sense, like. No, nah, for sure, for sure. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, Ox, what do you think, or who do you think should be looking at Bruce Brown services? Uh, that Milwaukee, was wild too, Dumbo. Milwaukee obviously should be looking for him. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just stay with Milwaukee. I'm gonna stay, stay right there. And yeah, Denver should be trying to, you know, get him back. But Milwaukee. All right, cool, cool. On to the next player. Next player that I got is in a terrible situation. Very, very bad situation. Um, and I think that for the most part, he will be freed, but maybe not. He's in possibly the worst situation you could possibly be in. In Detroit, Bojan Bogdanovic. Free Bojan. Free Bojan. How much is how much is he making? Like 18, 20? Not enough. 
Booyah. The one in the, the one in Detroit or Atlanta? Yeah, the one Detroit. in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, both he's making like 20. Movies. He's making like 20 mil. The one in Detroit City. Keep Bo-yah. him there. Uh, you know, you know who can use Boyan? The Timberwolves. I think Boyan could use some of his coin. But Boyan and the Timberwolves, that's the for who? You have to make up 20 mil. Mars, Mars, you got Mars, you got you got Boyan on the books for 20 this season, and you got him on the books for 19 next there's season. There's no contender, there's no con- there's no contender that can give up the pieces it would require to get Boyan's money to work and then be better with him than they were mm. before. In my I, mind, unless I'm unless I'm clearly mis misremembering a team. What the man? Let me ask. Wait a minute, Moss. He's he's on the books what for twenty million. Be That's almost nothing. Would he be better? Twenty million. Almost nothing. If they gave what up would, Andrew what? Wiggins, I don't know if they're Wiggins for would they be better? I, Even me. if it's a small amount, would, would that would that be a? Because I'm trying to think. Of yes, that yes. Team. The answer is yes. yes. I mean, yes. I mean, the Wig- the Wiggins I've seen for the last like four or five games, maybe. But like the Wiggins we've had this season, the defense they'd be better. They they they'd be better, but the needle is so negligibly moved mm-hmm. that I don't know why they would make that trade. I think there's probably better things out there. Boyan just I don't I don't think there's a contending team because if Boyan wants to leave, it'll probably be to a contending team, not a mid team. I don't think there's a contending team that can afford to get him. The only team that I think can afford his salary just straight up would be OKC. And I don't see the reason why OKC would get him. So I don't think there's a team that would have to yeah, match the salaries, match the, to match the 20 million, and then with the piece they'd have to give up to match 20 million, I don't think they'd be better with him than they were before. I'll tell you, Boyan to, boy to the Mavericks makes them very competitive. For who? So I don't know. They'll figure it out. What, Tim Hardaway? No, nah, they got other like every they, big they, they got, they got every big they got that's not it their vibe. It would have to be Tim Hardaway. Either Tim Hardaway, or you're gonna have to trade Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, and like two other you bench you, players. You can't afford to trade your bigs when you yeah, you don't have one. Nothing. Who else they got over there? They can they can they could bring James Wiseman in the trade too. Mm. Look, look, with the Timberwolves though, you that's can say- a negative asset. Could James could, could Luca unlock James Wiseman? <laughs> if anybody, hey, if, if Luca could make James Wiseman a competent NBA player, Luca's oh. the best player anyway. I mean, they're they're not gonna lose Derek Lively, right? In the trade, they're not giving him him. So just bring just bring another big to come and just be a body. That's I mean, at this point, that's all you got to do. So though James Wiseman on the end of that deal. James Wiseman's. Why are you gonna yeah. add a DMP to the deal? Like he's not gonna bring any value to that. Oh, wait, hold on, hold James, 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 James Wiseman. James Wiseman is not what y'all making him out to be. No, know, he's not. Right. We know doing this. He can't be that much like, worth bro, free Wiseman. He can't be that much. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't. He doesn't have to come over here. Has to be to be getting DMP coaches decisions. You know how bad Dwight Powell is. That's yes, right. They do that's got they do got Rashawn that. Holmes over there. That's right. And yeah, but wait, Rashawn Holmes is making Rashawn Holmes twelve million dollars a year. You can trade Rashawn Holmes. You can package Rashawn Holmes. How much is Rashawn? Another making? piece. Rashawn's making twelve. So you can package him mm. with uh, let's say you mm. want to throw in um Sleeper? Dwight Powell, Josh or Green. Powell? It's not another big. Yeah. We're not adding another big to the deal. We we can't. So Rashawn Holmes. I'm just thinking money. Rashawn Holmes. I'm not giving you Josh Green. Josh Green. Okay. You say uh, Dwight Josh Green, Green. see ya. Uh, oh, Markeith Morris, he's making three mil salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the pick. Sure. Yeah, you I got, you got added like Derrick Jones Jr. and like the pick. Now we getting rid of all the wings. And I'm saying, you, 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 oh, you got to get rid of obviously some players and maybe just pick a pick, pick up a guy too. But if you want to make bring, the salary, bring Alec, bring Alec Burke too. Come on, Alec. How much? I mean, you if you make Alec Burke, then you get rid of that. Alec Burke is more money. 
Yeah, so that's all right. It's more players too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You put you put Boyan you put Boyan on that team, Mars. You put Boyan on that team, and then uh, then a couple guys that don't play anyway on that team. That's that's his trouble. It's trouble. Maybe the Knicks. You, the Knicks, I mean, see, you put Boyan anywhere, they get better. That's the what basically, basically, basically what I'm trying to say. I know the Knicks still have Evan Fournier's contract. Do they have yeah. any more? How many picks do they have? How many picks do they have, though? They give a lot to the Raptors. I don't know, but I mean, if Detroit is just trying to salary them, because I know they're trying to free up cap space because they think they have free free agency destination. So Evan Fournier is they are not, by the way. <laughs> they think they are, they think they are they think they are. So no, if you get if you get um Evan Fournier's expiring contract and they attach a pick to it. They've been playing so well, though. I might not even try to mess with that chemistry. They've looked great. Yeah, but I mean, they on stretch the floor. I, I mean, you've got he's enough he's defenders shooting. around him. He can shot create a little bit, take a little bit of pressure off Jalen Brunson while running. If I'm the Pistons and the Knicks call me, I'm asking for Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing that, um, Damo. You don't give me no. I'm not. I'm going Boyan. You're going Boyan, Isaiah Stewart, and probably what Jaden Ivy. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead and give me Julius Randle. Yo, chill. So he's just doing that just to mess yeah. with him? Off the strength. That's why. Yeah, yeah, he's just no so other reason. He's got to throw the Knicks, W. That's it. That's all he's trying to do it. Hey, Dom, going to be over there like, oh, that's what you want? Okay. Well, if you want that, check this out. Julius Randle, <laughs> Jaden Ivey, and while you at it, let me get three picks. Listen, I'm I'm just I'm just being honest, man. I, I don't see why who says no in that deal, right? Come on. The Knicks. That's him saying no. Oh, they, they get a nice, they get a nice, nice, nice hustle guy, big body and Isaiah Stewart. You get a nice young, another young guard with some dynamic abilities like Jaden Ivey. You get a phenomenal score at the wing and Boyan, and all you gotta give up is just Julius Fulius. Come on, man. Julius who? Julius Fulius, that's what I call him, man. Listen, this is the this is the Villanova Knicks, baby. Like, I don't know what we're talking about. They don't need Julius no more. I'm pushing that propaganda for the rest of the year. Oh, at least he'll trade that line. It's all fun and games until Julius Randle really leads the Knicks to the finals. Then it's going to get real tricky. Jalen Brunson is there. No, no, Jalen Brunson is there, and I don't care what the narrative is. Ever since Becky Hammond said something about him, this is Jalen's team. Every let Randall get Eastern Conference finals. I was gonna say, let Randall average that twenty-five and thirteen. Hey, Mars, you know crazy. It's gonna get so nasty in here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Move, moving along, I, I still got more players, but uh, we got some old super chats that I do want to address. Teddy Hart said, "Find that instead of league minimum sixty-five games, make MVP voting based on on year stat totals mixed with team success instead of using per game stats." Total versus per total versus per game inherently rewards availability anyway. Voters all voters already accounted for availability. That's what didn't make sense to me in the first place. The last and it was Bill Walton when he played fifty eight or whatever he played, and then the other MVPs who won with less than sixty five games were in shortened seasons, so lockout seasons or the COVID year. So that doesn't really count. The MVPs always play 65 or more games anyway before this rule was in implemented. So the, the voters already, whether that's subconsciously or consciously, voted think, thinking about availability. That was something they did. So I don't, I don't think What about other need... awards? 
Well, he said MVP. I was just playing. Oh, did he say MVP? My bad. I thought yeah. he was someone who All NBA. I mean, yeah, I guess because like LeBron and Jimmy Butler made it last year and they played like 57 or something. So I guess you'd be like, oh, well, that's what should change. Oh, he that. said for every award. I mean, yeah, but I think each award is different because the voters already account. Voters already account for games played. That's why LeBron was third team last year. If LeBron put up those numbers and played 70 games, he would have been second team. But I don't, I don't know because Draymond just came out with a quote saying that uh, around the lines of when Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard beat him out for a defense play of the year and Kawhi only had 51 games in the year. Now, I don't know how many games he played that year. I don't know what else is the context, but it is a clip of going Oh, yeah, he was, no, Draymond was just wrong. Kawhi played 72 games in 2016. Nah. Draymond was just wrong. Draymond was just blatantly wrong. I don't even know. Why he didn't? He said something, but Kawhi played seventy-two games in twenty sixteen and twenty fifteen. Draymond's a liar. Draymond's a liar. And to your point, Mars, Giannis played seventy-two games that year. He won the league MVP in nineteen, and the next year, which was the the bubble season, he played sixty. But he was on his way to playing well over Mm seventy games. COVID didn't shut the season down. He was well on his way to playing over seventy games. I like the rules. I think it's fine. If you if you're gonna miss out on a team, it happens. You miss out on an All NBA team. You're gonna lose a little bit of money in the contract. Do better next year. You're not really losing it if you never had it. You know what I'm saying? If you never had the money, you're not losing it. You're missing out on the chance to get it. And again, like I said yesterday, the only people I would feel bad for, well, only person I feel bad for is Embiid because he's his entire career has only hovered around 65, rarely got above 65. So a guy like him, I'm not going to say, oh, because you came in the game injured and you're just injury plagued in general, or you don't deserve to be paid because you're missing out on MVPs and stuff like that. Other than that, Everybody else should shut the hell up and play ball, man. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, wait a second. Isn't Steph and LeBron and KD aren't they exempt from this? But the 35 yeah, and plus club? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. certain players are good. after a certain amount of years and minutes. That makes sense. No, no, no. After a certain amount of years, <laughs> Steph, KD, and Bron finna get a first team again. Hey, talk about it. Talk about it. Oh, have one more. Yeah. Are you dudes grandfathered <laughs> in? Is that what we're doing? Is that yeah. what's happening right now? So I with the it. rule, with with the sit, well, I, I call it the right. sit down rule. With the rule, yeah, they said certain players, and at the time I thought it was if you played X amount of years in X right. amount of playoff minutes, I think they said X amount of years in X amount of playoff minutes. If I'm wrong, chat, please correct me. But right. if you cr- pass a certain threshold, you're exempt from the rule. So, so that's when guys like LeBron or Steph miss a game, you don't hear the oh. He only has 14 games left until he can't be eligible. Like, you don't hear none of that when they miss a game. But every time Joel sits down, that's one game away, another game away. So, yeah. I wonder how many more game of years Kawhi has to play before he's grandfathered in so he can get back to that game. Yeah, he's never going to get the minutes. Probably this year. It's he ain't never going to get the minutes. Like <laughs> hey, so, it might be the way he's playing this year. It might be. So, Kawhi fit to play 70 games this year and then go back to playing uh, 40 next year? About 36, about 36 next year and still get first team all NBA because everybody else is going to be hurt. <laughs> Kawhi playing 48 minutes every playoff game, boy. I promise. He's playing every game this playoffs is not coming might. out. He He's not might. coming off the court. All right, so I got a super chat from MP13. He said, it's not discounting a guy, but players who don't want, want to win awards get discounted by the masses because of the same reason and for what? A media member who had a bias or factors that aren't even related to the player's game. A player, a guy. Wait a minute, put that back up. But players who don't there's want players, don't yeah, win yeah. awards. I'm sorry, I, I read yeah, there's that wrong. players who didn't get the accolades who mm-hmm. will be forgotten to history. I got it right. Like I, I was talking about this. Um, was it with you, Jalen, when we was on playback? How uh, Jonathan Isaac is never going to make an all defensive oh, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, so 20 years from now, 
Jonathan Isaac's basketball reference page is going to have maybe like an all-rookie team, and that's it. Mm. No one's going to know Jonathan Isaac was one of the best defenders in the league for a stretch because he couldn't make an all-defensive team because he didn't play enough minutes. Facts. Which I understand. I'm not saying he like he's the reason it's a problem. I'm just saying like those players who don't get the accolades don't get recognized of how good of defenders or how good of players they are because it doesn't show up on their basketball reference page and the people who didn't watch them are never going to see. And that, that's the problem. This would all be solved if people watched watch these players play, but they don't. And that's why people like these accolades don't tell to paint the picture of how good these guys were because there's better guys who didn't make the All-NBA team or there's worse guys who did and blah, blah, blah. But you'll think this guy's better than this guy because he made it this amount of times and this guy didn't. So you think this guy's better, but he's not better because you didn't watch him. And you would, if you watched him, you would see this guy's better. That's that's what the whole accolade thing was about. Like, and we and, um, and we also can't and Mars, you and I just literally had this conversation. A guy who's playing at that level, I I mean Tim Duncan never won a defensive player of the year. Is Tim Duncan not one of the best defensive players ever? Yeah, but you know did. that. You yeah, know right. that because you watched him. Right. Now tell a casual, hey, Tim Duncan a better defender than insert someone who made a bunch of defensive teams. Matumbo. Yeah. How's he better than him if Matumbo has four defensive players of the years and made all defensive teams? Yeah, Jordan will be remembered as a better defender than Tim Duncan. Marcus Camby. Oh, no, because I mean, Tim Duncan still has 50 in all defensive teams. So he still has mm -hmm. that going for him. So that's why right. it has to be as someone who won, won a bunch of defensive players of the years and made like 10 all defensive teams. Like, how's he better than this guy if this guy won this many defensive players of the years and made right. all defensive teams 10 times and he only made all defensive team but never won defensive player of the year? Those people who never watched, that's where the, these accolades come in. And it's like they, they need to watch them, but they don't. And that's right. why the accolades skew. The perspective from the masses who don't take time to watch the game. Jake Fashion said top five all-time shooting guards in their prime. Chilltown, I'm gonna delegate this to you. Uh Jordan, Bryant, Wade, Drex. Ooh, you're gonna leave one of ah chill. I was gonna say it's is it hard carefully. Or Jerry, I West know somebody Jerry, Jerry West, Jerry West, West. Jerry West, the point guard. No, I see Jerry, the Jerry West, Steph Curry, James Harden, Allen Iverson. I put all of them dudes in the same category. Okay, okay. One would say James. One would say hmm. Allen. That's what I'm thinking. Both combo I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. Man, go ahead, say Reggie Miller, man. What are we talking about? Man? I don't Reggie think he was Miller. better than Ray Allen. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not mad at that. We hate my guy. This is what we do, Chilton. We just we just re meet right in the middle. Just meet right in the middle and call it Manu Ginobili and move on. <laughs> I'm Manu Ginobili, not a combo guard. Right. Shooting guard, for sure. I'm really, chill. Do you have a fifth, or is that one just tough? Is it too tough to call? Right, I'll now? say Ray Allen. Ray Allen, all right. Jay got game, sent through a $25 super chat and said, I love players' choice. I just checked your playback schedule. Why don't you guys do any Knicks games? They're the hottest team in the NBA right now. You know what, buddy? Since you brought that up, since, you, since you brought that up, let me see what the Knicks play tonight. I'll see if I can. So the Knicks play the Pacers tonight. Tonight, we're going to be watching the Lakers in the Celtics game. So probably won't get to the Knicks and Pacers. But, hey, I'm going to get the Knicks on the schedule, Jay. I promise I got what? you. But also, too, when we're on when we're on playback, we don't just watch one game. We skip around to other games. And, you know, we'll, we'll tap in for a minute. Saturday, or two. Lakers at Knicks. Do that game, Ron. Lakers and Knicks. Lakers and well, Knicks. That's a, good, that's a good game, right? Mars, I'm glad you said that. Because on Saturday... There will be a Dallas Mavericks watch party. Oh my god, uh, LPC man, LPC. 
But before that, it will be a freestyle stream with Jalen at seven. What time do they play? The, they it's, the same, it's the same time as the Dallas game. As the Dallas game? Yeah. It depends on who you ask. It depends on who you ask and like how dudes show up. Because my man Damo showed up to my crib and he, 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 he we did a little bit. And then he just bounced. He didn't even say nothing. He just left. <laughs> he, 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 he say, all right, I'll get with you later. Yo, chill. Say what's up to you. If it, nah, he ain't do nothing. He just left the party. Just bounced. Chill when to get some drinks. I slid out. I was like, all right, this is my chance. So I, I went to the refrigerator to go get to, to fill up the point. I come back. He gone. Like, Dal- Dallas, against, Dallas against the Knicks next Thursday? <laughs> I Dallas against the Knicks next Thursday for sure. We're we're gonna stamp that in for I sure. To, yeah, I have to, but but, but even even this Saturday though, uh, if worse come to worst, Jay, we just gonna kick in the door on uh on that Dallas Mavericks party, and we are gonna turn it to a Knicks party because mm. I would much rather watch the Knicks and the Lakers than Dallas and the. That's fast. Usually, usually Lakers games are always shown too. So Knicks Lakers should be a big yeah, game. like that Houston Lakers game. Yeah. Oh, uh, that blow so, was crazy. Yeah, like I said, really? we're gonna we're gonna kick in the Dallas Mavericks party, tie tie JD up, throw him in the closet, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna turn up. DSG Piccolo said, not gonna lie, Ann Simmons had me worried before he hit the go-ahead shot. Also, I don't know what happened, but Aiden has been playing well lately. I need Scoot to play a complete game next time. He started off great. Mars, they actually competed defensively. On the wings last night. I liked what I saw from Beasley. He actually competed on the wing last night. He was at, he was getting he was getting in the passing lane. He was disruptive. Dame actually competed. I was thinking to myself, if this is the kind of defense, don't get me wrong. I mean, that was a tough shot that Simons hit over. That was a tough shot that Simons hit over Beasley. That was a big time Euro step. But if this is the kind of effort that you're gonna give, you might have a shot. The problem is, is I don't think this is the kind of effort that you're going to get on they the They lost to the Portland Trail I'm about to say, this kind of effort you give to the Blazers? Yes, they did. We're now, praising effort, and they lost to the yeah, Blazers. Because, well, that's where it starts, Mars. That's that's where – don't, don't right, forget. How about, that, how about when you're down by three, you don't inbound the ball to Giannis? Hello, Dr. Have, have y'all talked about that today? No. Are we going to address the coaching? Get the ball to Dave. Get the ball to Dave. And then did you hear his explanation? Oh, if Yanis made the first, I trusted him to rebound the missed second one. No. What? This is why Doc's a fraud. This is why Doc's a fraud. Let me just say, this is why I said, yeah, Lakers don't fire Darvin Ham because the coaching market is not lucrative. There is no lucrative coaches. People are telling me Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers came in there and did that. What is this? Is what? What? How many games has it been for Doc Rivers so far? This is what? Third? Dude, he he is, has a zero percent winning percentage as the Bucks head coach. He zero. went in there in Dame's home coming from Portland and ended like that. Dame ended I'm telling you, hey. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is that guy who's friends no, with a lot of NBA GMs and people around the league. He's consistently getting jobs, but he has consistently underperformed everywhere he's gone. He's just that guy I that's like, well connected. I like life. Giannis's chance to rebound the intentionally missed second. How many three. coaches? How many coaches have the 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 player resume, the amount mm. of talent that Doc has coached? Let's just stick in this era of basketball. We don't even got to go all the time. How many coaches have the have the benefit of being like I coach and to be able to go through a laundry list of names? Like what? Yo, Damo, I'm not gonna so lie he, to you. He, he, he coached Trace McGrady. He coached y'all, y'all hyped those uh, Lobster Clippers, though. He coached the Boston Celtics with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Rondo, and Paul Pierce. He mm. coached the Clippers with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, JJ Redick, JJ Jamal Reddick, Murray, Jamal, Jamal Murray, Jamal Crawford, Jamal Crawford, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Right. 
Then he coached the Houston Rockets with James Harden and Chris. I think wasn't Chris Paul on that roster? No, 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 he, no, he ain't coach Rockets. He coached. He coached. It wasn't Rockets. No, was it was. He, he, he coached the Clippers with Kawhi Philly. and Paul George. Clippers. I'm sorry. Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George. George. Yeah. And, and that's his resume. Philly, and then it was Philly. No, Philly. Ben Simmons. Oh, ben Simmons. Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons then Hold it was on, James Harden, Joel Embiid. Don't, don't forget Tyrese Tobias Harris. Harris. Don't forget Tyrese Tyrese Tobias Harris. Y'all name, y'all name he didn't even make another Shea final. Too. He, he, had, he, he had Shea and Pat Beverly. Yeah, Pat Beverly. Shea was five years old. He still went to the playoffs with him. Lou Williams. Lou Will. That Clippers team was no joke. Oh, don't forget Trez. Montrez Harrell. Six man of the year, Montrez Harrell. I do got to say, before we move on to a game outside the second round since I was a child. Before we move on to the next player, I do want to say after watching last night's game, um, as a Bucks fan, Doc and Damian Lillard might just be a match made in hell. Uh-oh. <laughs> it might literally Uh-oh. be the worst possible pairing that we could put together. We'll see. I think that Dame is good enough to overcome some of Doc's culture blunders, and I think Doc has been around the block enough to be able to put Dame in the correct positions and Giannis as well. But I don't know. Last night looked bad. It was certain things. when So they're inbounding the ball with that they're down one. I know we're in Portland. I know you want to give get give Dame the ball. I know you want you want Dame to hit a game winner so he could do the bye bye or hit hit the hit the TikTok on his watch. But Gian, you, you're inbounding on the side. Giannis has he's standing in the corner and Malcolm Brogdon is guarding you. All Giannis has to do is literally walk to the block, call for the ball. It's no. Tumani is guarding the inbounder, but he's not even shading the ball away from Giannis in the corner or on the block. You're down. It's eight seconds left. You're down one point. Give the ball to Giannis. I don't, I don't <laughs> care if we're in Damian Lillard's backyard in Oakland where he grew up. Give the ball to Giannis. Get an easy two or get fouled. That's just the, the most common sense play. Instead, they pass to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, or they pass to... Uh, to Brooke Lopez, Damian Lillard comes off the dribble handoff, off two screens, and he doesn't even get the ball back because they basically they double that. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. real huge. First of all, I don't know if anybody watched the last time Dame hit a game winner for uh Milwaukee. I know y'all seen Brooke Lopez walk the hell away from the court when he got a uh, waved off. If y'all didn't think that he was about to get his get back and wave off Dame and everybody else to get his game winning shot, you're insane. <laughs> you're insane. Like I knew from then. I the look on his face when he seen Dame get the ball, he just turned around and started walking. And Dame hits it. He didn't run back to celebrate. He did it afterwards, afterwards. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Brooke is definitely about to he's gonna take the next shot he gets. And that was the next shot he got. Which it wasn't necessarily a bad shot from Brooke, but the ball should have for sure went to Giannis with Brooke or with uh Malcolm Brockton guarding him on the block. What up, Bama? It was bad and unpredictable, if you ask me. Man, I, I know I said before. I know I said before I wanted the, the, the Pacers and Bucks matchup in the round one. I absolutely need it now. Now I need it. I need it. This has to happen. I need it. Do it. No. Do it. No. The possibility. Pacers Celtics. The... No. We, nah, we do not nah, want that. Pacers nah. Celtics. We I we need the Pacers. That. I need the Pacers to knock the Bucks out in the first round so I can have a fun summer. Because to throw Doc Rivers on top of the propaganda I'm pushing against Dame and Giannis, now I get to throw it against Dame, Giannis, and Doc? What a summer. All right, y'all. Keeping it lit. On to the next person. Uh, 
we're continuing on this trend of bad players on or good players on bad teams. So let's continue to do this. Uh, we're going to go to Washington. And yes, you guessed it. Kyle Kuzma. Kuz. Should Kuzma be traded? And where should he be traded to? Keep him there. I mean, I thought you yeah, talking about Bilal. We, we've um, seen Kuzma. Kuzma Daniel Gafford. We've seen Kuzma in, in a high-pressure situation with the Lakers, in a situation where they're supposed to be contending, not perform at his best. So why do we think he's going to suddenly perform in a spot where, like, he's not in a losing situation? Jaylen, he, he, wasn't well he, he, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible. I don't think he wasn't terrible. On that, he on wasn't, that, on that, on that championship team. He wasn't terrible. I'm sure, actually, sure. But he, I, I don't, he, he was Kuzma the third option. He performed, and he was he, only in year three. Kuzma's not a third option on a championship team or a winning team like that. Well, There's he no just was. They they won the NBA championship with him as the number three. That happened, Jalen. Yeah, but I mean, it's an outlier when you have two of the three best players in the world. Hey, well, you could say that about a whole bunch of other dudes. Oh, hold up, you, you, you can say that about a whole bunch of other dudes that were number threes on championship teams. That was on good running with dudes that was 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 awesome. So. Yes, he, yeah, was. he was. The, 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 the typical, the typical, like the typical championship roster. Kyle Kuzma yeah. shouldn't be your third best player. I don't think he was the third best player. I just think he was the third leading scorer. But yeah, I'm gonna see how we did. I think oh, he was up. the third. He might have been the third highest paid player because I'm looking at these numbers he put up in the finals. Yeah, eight he points a game. Wasn't, he damn sure wasn't the third best player right? in the finals. He shot 35 percent from the field, 31 percent from three. He was the fifth leading scorer in the finals. Oh, it's rough. It's real rough. Yeah, you don't just judge. You don't just judge. Oh wait. KCP average more in the playoffs than yeah. I'm about to say, yeah, KC, I'm about to say going back to the 2020 finals. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say KCP emerges our third best player. Like he was hooping. So I just Rondo thought Kyle, I just thought Kyle Kuzma averaged the third most points, but in the playoffs he was fourth. I, I thought Rondo was better than two in the playoffs. I think Rondo played more of a key role. All I know is Washington, not Washington, Oklahoma City. Pick up the telephone and call up Washington and check their temperature on Daniel Gafford. Check the temperature. Find out what's going That's on. That's a fact. Let's see how they feel about them. Let, let, let's no, find no, out. No, big, no. big big, Ox, one of the things I found out, the, the worst thing that could happen is they say no. But the best <laughs> thing that could happen right. is they could say yes. So the best thing that could happen is they ask you Josh Giddy. That's the best thing that could happen. Right. Yo, I, do, <laughs> I do want to inquire about, because it's two more players on the, on the Wizards. You guys mentioned Gafford. I want to hear what everybody thinks about Gafford. Cools as well. Haven't heard everybody. But before we do that, D3 sent through an urgent super chat. He said, Ron, cut the show. Chill, I got straight smoke with you. The other day you said race car drivers ain't athletes. F1 drivers race on the street with a cement wall inches away from going over 150 to 200 miles per hour experiencing 5Gs. Put some respect on them. Chill, Taylor. It's not an athlete. Put some respect on Lewis Hamilton, Miko Reinen. They got, they got. Apparently, Damo schooled me to the four. Damo schooled me to the four to five Gs when you know I'm holding the steering wheel. I mean, I suppose. The G force thing is real. I will say, I, I feel like there's certain things that are considered sports that are more skills. Um, some skills, some things you can be highly like it's a high level skill, but I'm not gonna call it a sport. Driving to me, I. I understand the complicated metrics of it. I know how hard it is. That is a skill. I don't. I don't consider that. Uh, I don't like consider bull riding that. is a bull ride. You gotta be an athlete to be a bull rider. You have to. You, you have to be that to be to ride a bull. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool motorsport. It's a sport. Yeah, yeah, but it's not I a sport. It like the thing, the thing, they just, they just call, they just call it that. They just call it that. Like Jalen, just said, um, on they get paid. Like the amount of yeah, money hey, you hey, make 50, has 60, nothing. The, the amount know. of money you make has nothing to do with this sport. 
the the how athletic you are as a person. There might be a lot of athletic guys in those cars, but it's still not a sport. Just because it's very dangerous and they're driving really what makes something a sport. What would make it a sport? You're not you're not you're not using your athletic ability, even though it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have you you have to be involved in the athletic. Uh, well, wait a minute. The I think a lot of fast switch muscle well, fibers well, really. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, that's First still not a sport. That's not true, Big Ox, because racing what? is a competition, and if it's a competition, it's a competition, right? It's a game. That's it, 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 it's 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 either competition, a game, or a sport. There's a difference. An you, activity you, you involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against others for entertainment. It's the word. Everyone is a sport. Mars, what you said in when an individual an individual does what, Mars? An activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or a team competes against another or others for entertainment. Hence the word compete. It's a competition. This is a race. It's a competition, Big Ox. Absolutely. I understand that, but I'm saying there has to be a level of physical exertion. The physical exertion is the G-forces you experience when you're driving that car. That's the physical (laughs) exertion. No, no, no. That's That's the force being, you know, applying the force to you. I'm talking about you actually doing something with your body that causes this force. I'm holding this. I'm, I'm 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 holding this steering wheel, so this thing that I'm in at 175 miles an hour doesn't go careening, and I flip over a thousand times. That does require some skill, big ox. Physical exertion. Physical exertion is you putting your foot on that gas pedal. Physical. Yeah, see exertion. what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? There has, there has to be a level of physical exertion, and that's. Just Do you not, go, I'm not gonna lie. I think you can pay to like get an F1 car. Try and push the it can, Mars, I'm right. not saying that. I, all right, look, Mars. What I'm saying is, I don't, I don't care if it's hard. It's still not a sport. I ain't gonna lie. You just said there needs to be a level every, of physical exertion. Now you're saying yes, but the of, physical, the physical exertion needs to come from not from this motor causing this force. No, no, no. Possibly. No, I, I, I guarantee down the gas I, 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 I guarantee you, all those racers got way better calves than you. I promise you. That's oh, cool. That's not. That's not try the point. I just, I just, I just, you can be very athletic. You can be very athletic in all that, but that doesn't mean what you're doing is a sport. Don't get sensitive. Damo was just really pointing out the facts. You can be you can be in very good shape and all that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I mean, y'all know I barely I barely just start considering baseball a sport. I'm just thinking that's that's crazy. You're crazy for that. That's crazy, y'all. I came off for that. I came off for that. That was that was dumb. That was dumb of me. That was dumb of me. I came off that. I'm not saying it's golf sport. Now golf is a game. You're crazy. Oh my god. All right, so we hey we gotta we gotta keep it pushing. Hey, one of these days we'll get into Ox's whole narrative on sports games and competitions. But we, 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 we more got a sport than golfing, but it's that's not a, golf is more I'm t- golf is more difficult to play. I didn't say it's it doesn't it's matter. A it's a high level skill. I feel you. It doesn't Fellas, 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 we got to get back. We got to get back to cools. I got to hear cools destinations. Ox, since your mic is hot right now, <laughs> since your mic is flaming, <laughs> where should cools go? <laughs> I don't know for cools. I don't know about Kuz. I would. I wanted to ask you this earlier, though, Damo, and I'm happy we got to the Wizards because they, you know, we we're just talking about Daniel Gafford. Is there any possible way where, obviously, you know, Chilton, you got to get a third team involved here. Is there any way where the Lakers would come off of Anthony Davis to acquire a package such as, um, either either Trey Young or Dejounte Murray, as well as Daniel Gafford, um, some picks and maybe. Bojan Bogdanovic, not Bojan. I'm sorry, Bogdan Bogdanovic, Bogey from Atlanta. 
Is is that is there ever a, a way with that might happen? I don't think the Lakers would do anything like that. <laughs> can't hear you, Dom. Oh, can't, can't hear you, Dom. What? No, are you kidding me? What? No, what did Lakers, you just Lakers, imagine? What? No, Lakers are not doing that. No. no. Trade him for who? For Trey, I'm saying Trey Young. Trey, you, you Trey get Trey Young, Young or Dejounte. You said Trey or Dejounte, not both. Mm -hmm. Trey or okay. Dejounte, not some picks. I mean, all the picks. Every pick you got. I don't care. Both teams give him up all their picks. What are we talking? Nah, obviously not all their picks. But um, no. I'm uh, saying you get it, you get wait, Trey Young this, three first rounds. Wait, wait, both, this uh, was such a random question. Hold on, hold on. Now let me ask. Yeah, <laughs> is this post LeBron retiring? So like this? No, he's still on the crew. No, he's still on the crew. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm talking about right he's now. Still, yeah, he's talking about. Oh hell, they no. competing with LeBron and Trey. Oh, and as long as LeBron is in the Lakers jersey, AD is here. I don't. There ain't nobody I want to yeah. see. There's only a couple players, and we can't get them. I ain't gonna lie to you. We, we if you move it, you blowing the whole thing. This, 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 this isn't Back. a take. This isn't a take. It's just a question. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't so, big know what you think your, about. so your question, Ox? No. Yeah, no. Okay. Now, <laughs> if now, now, ask me this in the summer when LeBron officially tweets out that he retired. Hey, Ox, we can have a serious conversation about it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm all for it. We, I'm hearing all offers because I know the end is here. But right now, while 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 my glorious king is still suited up, nah, can't do it. Kyle Kuzma it. destinations, Jalen. I need to hear from you. Ah, oh, Kuzma. Okay, so let's see. You know, in a perfect world, I'd like to have him as maybe a fifth option on a championship winning team. So it's not OKC, not uh, you know, you know what? Maybe maybe put him at Denver. Maybe Denver. Are we good in Denver? We straight. I mean, you, you know the you know the options to just say that, or, or or Cleveland or Cleveland, not a scoring punch in Cleveland. Maybe off the bench. Maybe they're they six have Karis Levert. Just say stay in Washington. Fine. Just say stay. I mean, in look, Washington. I would. Yeah, but if the contender or a team looking to compete, Cleveland or uh, or uh, Denver. All right, Chilltail, do you have one for him? Yeah, I actually like him in Atlanta. Mars talked about that two-way guy. Kuzma can actually play a little bit of defense. I actually like him on the wing in 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 Atlanta with with Trey. And I don't think you'd have to give up much for him because his contract is pretty tradable. So I actually like him in uh in all in in Atlanta. I don't want to. I don't want to slow down this kid Jalen Johnson because I love him. But I think Kuz. I think I definitely think Kuz can help down in Atlanta. Sure, but ultimately keep him in Washington. All right, cool, cool. Uh, we are going to go up to the Pacific Northwest. Portland Trailblazers. I got two guys. First, I'm gonna start with Malcolm Brockton. Where should Malcolm Brockton land? Who should be trying to acquire Malcolm Brockton? Dumbo. The Bucks. Uh, that that would be hmm. one team I think should try to acquire him. He should definitely make his way back to Milwaukee. Should they should never let him walk? Um, I, I would say the Bucks won, and. I'm great. I'm already got it there. LA. Got it. LA. No, you said they got a backup point guard. He can play the two. I, I thought he was oh, so moving him around. Okay. Campaign. Yeah. Oh, he's saying they're back. Yes. Yes. Oz campaign. Yes. Campaign. Campaign not stopping me from getting Brogdon. I'm sorry. You know. I'm saying, so either the backup one or he can play the two. So I would say, uh, and they definitely need the defense. So I, I'm just thinking of a team that needs that defense. Yeah, the Bucks and the Lakers. I would love Malcolm Brockton on the Lakers. I bet you would. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take him in Houston. Malcolm Brockton. I'll, I'll take him in Houston. Um, we 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 need somebody who can shoot. We we can't shoot the ball. That's it's becoming a major issue. I would I would take him in Houston. Um, 
But other than that, I, I don't know. I don't know what contenders um, Malcolm Brogdon moves the needle for. So as a veteran leader on the on the Blazers, I think he's cool. But I would take him in Houston. So how about, those how, are like what, the two what would what would what 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 would it, what, would it, what would it cost Oklahoma City? Call call him up. Number OKC three. can get everybody. OKC just got the package. For I'm I'm offering number three. Because I love I him. In it, would, it would take you can you can trade um <laughs> a dang Poku and like two picks. You you got the picks to spare, honestly, and like two picks. And I'm pretty I'm sure not, I'm not trading those man. Dang, I'll trade Poku. Though. I'm not trading those. Man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like the the Thunder they're gonna need to trade them. They they have so man. many young guys on yeah. that team. They're gonna actually need. They have to trade them because they're not the same. That makes sense. That makes sense. Who's the Sixers? Who's the Sixers backup guard? I think Brogdon maybe for a little trade hat, maybe a little scoring punch off the bench. I'll trade. I'll trade KJ Martin and Daniel House. So bad for KJ Martin. Yeah, I'll trade KJ Martin and Daniel House. I'm not. These contenders. I don't think these contenders are giving up any of like their major eight man rotation. Oh, he would actually he would actually work in Miami if the if the relationship between them and Portland didn't sour. If Pat Riley could call up Portland and check their temperature on him, but that 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 relationship. Well, I see that Miami area code. If I'm in Portland, mm -hmm. I'm I'm is okay. Click. <laughs> Not call me. You don't call me. I ain't saying everybody else. Don't you don't call me. I, I'll take calls from anybody else. You better not call me. Not you. I don't want to talk to you. All right, y'all. The next player we got for the Blazers is yes, you guessed it, Jeremy Grant. Mm. And this this is the player in he's, he's, he's high on my list of of players yes. that I would cover if I was a contender. Mm -hmm. You put him on the Lakers, great. You put him on OKC, great. You put him on let's see, you, you put you put him on Philly, great. You put him in Milwaukee, great. Jeremy Grant might be the might be he just fits everywhere. I don't think there's a single contender who couldn't use him. I'm going to say the same thing so, I said well, yesterday. New York. Send him in the mix, baby. Send him to the uh, mix. Get up off of Julius Fulwears. His his <laughs> contract is actually really big, though. Isn't he making 30? Yeah, I didn't know that, though. I didn't know. Yeah, I yeah, he yeah, yeah. He, he, you, you forgot Portland extended him in the Dame yeah. sweepstakes? Yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> his money is crazy. You have to give up. You have to that's give why, up. That's why I'm not trading for him if I'm a contender. That's, 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 yeah. You got to give him quite a bit, or you have to He's have not, him. No contender has the money for him. OKC is the only contender that has money. It works. They work for everybody. So OKC is like the go-to spot. Like, yeah. Should the Warriors, the Warriors can't trade Wiggins and uh and Clay. And on top, both for, for is he making? Is he making like forty mil? They're both making. Clay himself makes forty. Okay, so they're not, not Clay, not Clay, not Clay, not Clay. So it would have. And to he whacked too on top of that, Mars. Let's let, let's take the money off the table. He whacked too. You said it on me, man. I would well, never say, well, I'll say it again. I would never say such a thing. I, th I think I think Dallas, if you flip Tim Hardaway Jr. and I think Clayba, the money works, or Rashawn Holmes, uh Hardaway and Rashawn Holmes for Jeremy Grant, the money works. And I think that's a big you know, Dallas is cool. Yeah, I'm fine yeah, with yeah, Dallas. Dallas works. Dallas yeah. is the low option. Fellas, I, I got two more players. Uh what do do we still have? Does anybody else have uh, a destination for him? Jeremy Grant. I, love him in, I love him in Atlanta. Love him with Trey Young in Atlanta. Hmm. Is A not an option to be traded? Like, or we just nah, no uh, nah, he, nah, he, he chilling, he chilling, he chilling. They they oh. building that unit up in Portland around Aiden, Simons. Are they? And, yes, that's that, that that's the core of that unit. 
that's 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 what they're going with. Eight and 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 what's his what, what's his name? Uh, Ron, uh, the point guard. Skeet Scoop. Simons, Aiton. That, that's you, guys are so you guys are so lucky Shaden Sharp's been hurt this year. Man. Mm. That, that's that's who they build that unit around. Them three guys. Shaden Sharp's still the best player on that team. He just got hurt. Mm. Okay. That's the, that, I got that's three the more guys. Three more guys. Um, one is quite obvious. I'm pretty sure he's going to get moved. We've been talking yep. about him since the offseason. Zach Levine. Detroit, apparently. That move is terrible. For, that, that's the only team that involved. that's the only team I know that's been registered interest. What's he making again? Like 45? He's, he's making like 40. Million. That's the thing, these contracts are immovable. Like 40 is tough. 40 is it's hard tough. to move that contract, which is why Detroit are like, hey, yeah, and then Chicago's it, like Asar Thompson, please. If the no. Lakers wanted to move out uh, of Gabe no. <laughs> Vincent, Delo, Gabe Vincent, and maybe even like Rui, they, they'd probably have to give up quite a bit to match that money. Yeah, if you if you think you're if you think you're one piece away, Levine makes sense. So like you have to give a piece away though, right? Like you have to yeah, but Gabe Gabe Vincent's making eleven, Rui's making like fifteen. Fifteen, I think, yeah. And then D And then you just and then you just add in like Torian Prince or something. I don't know. Like so you can you can do it if you're a team that really thinks that one move away, I guess. But so I guess the Lakers is really like the only contender who I think have the pieces. What so about the Sixers? He he has been linked to the Sixers a lot. For who, who they Maxi? trade? Tobias Harris and and oh yeah, Tobias? Tobias. Oh no 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 no. Are we good? We good? Yeah, we good. I think Tobias can play too well. And positionally, he kind of fits what they need. Tobias been hooping. I'm yeah, hundred percent. I'm not touching. I'm not touching Philly's roster. I'm Embiid. Take the rest of the season off, buddy. Like oh, that's it. That's I'm as far as I'm. That. Hey Ron, come come back and play us. All right, come back. I will see you dudes in the morning. Hey Damo, pass that. Chill tonight. Tonight on TNT, they will be revealing the rest of the All Star reserves. So tomorrow, you already know we cook it though. Don't flew in the chill. I will see you dudes tomorrow. Oh, during flew in the chill. So during you just heard them. During flew in the chill, they will actually be live during the uh, you know, the the rosters being revealed. So tap into flew in the chill tonight. Check that out. Uh, last player. Well, players. Um. Damo, it's time to get to the nitty gritty, brother. Brother, it's time to get to it. You got two guys on your team, and more than likely, one of them, maybe both of them, are going to be traded. So we're just going to start with the better of the two, Austin Reeves. If he is traded, where would you guys like to see him go? Who is your sources? What are we talking? Austin Reeves. Um, where would I like to see him go? Nigga home nowhere <laughs> to his locker. What? What are we talking about? What? Austin Reeves? Yeah, nobody. That's that's honestly no no no. Let me let me not lie. The only player I'm okay with him getting traded for is Caruso. That's it. That's the only player I'm okay with him getting traded for. Alice Caruso. Dejounte Murray. The Dejounte Murray nope. package. Nope. Nope. Not I can't stand. Not wanting Dejounte to keep Austin Reeves is crazy to me. Cause I'm crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand why we can't just trade D'Lo for Dejounte. Like honestly, D'Lo D'Lo and Reeves numbers side by side, relatively the same. You're getting relatively the same numbers this season from both those guys. If you're telling me for Dejounte Murray, I would rather give up D'Lo for Dejounte than give up Austin Reeves for Dejounte. It just I don't understand why I couldn't give up D'Lo for Dejounte. 
they're like, I don't want D-Lo? What happened? What if they're like, I don't want D-Lo? But you want Austin Reeves? That's stupid. What? Why do you want Reeves then? Younger, a better positional fit next to Trey Young. No, uh, he's not. What? How? In what way? He's, I mean, it's I think. White. Well, hold on, racist. Wait, 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 wait. So you I think Elo and Trey Young is racist. better than Austin Reeves and Trey Young? I think it poses the same exact problems with them playing next to Trey Young. That's why I'm not understanding. I don't think it's better. I think it's a plateau. It's the same thing. It's going to be the same exact. Whatever issues you have with um, D'Lo playing next to Trey, you're going to have that with Reeves playing next to Trey. It's n- it's not going to be a difference playing next to Trey. I, li- I like Someone Reeves. Pointed out. Chat, He's- chat pointed out that there's a difference. If it's something I'm missing, tell me what Reeves would be better at next to Trey Young compared to D'Lo. Playing next to Trey Young, I just think they're both flawed. Like The defense will be probably the worst backcourt defense in the league. Yeah, and that's with DeJounte, who's supposed to be a plus defender, though he struggled here and there. Um, but yeah, I think Reeves, you probably still keep Reeves because I think he still has kind of more room to grow. And we saw him perform in the playoffs while D'Lo, notorious playoff dropper. That's the only thing with the Lakers, so you probably want to get rid of D'Lo. But D'Lo's just been hooping so well. Like I said, even if you trade for a DeJounte or a player, if they put up D'Lo numbers over the past 10 games, that'd be amazing. But they're probably not. Like He's been incredible. So I just don't see, like, is it really – how much of an upside is it if you trade D'Lo for a guy like DeJounte Murray when he's probably not going to be giving you the same impact D'Lo has the past 10 games unless unless you think his defense is really that. I do think his defense is really – that That will be my argument is the defense at guard. And I'm not even saying I want to do that. That's not even mm-hmm. what I want to – I don't want to trade. I don't want to make any trades. The only trade I would want is Torian Prince off the team. Other mm-hmm. than that, I don't want to make a trade. But if there was a trade to happen, the only one I would be okay with and a max I would go is probably D'Lo and a collection of the young guys for DeJounte. Other than that, I really don't want – I don't want to try to bring any other guy in to be the third. I know people were talking about Kyrie. That's the dumbest – I said it last year. I'm going to say it this year. Dumbest decision the Lakers can make is trying to throw the throw every throw the house at Kyrie Irving. They're going to play with LeBron and AD. Then it's the big three bunch and – the the dum dums backing them up. I'm not trying to see. Oh, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you can get Kyrie Irving. Do we understand who Kyrie Irving is? I'm doing I know that exactly who Kyrie Irving is, and Kyrie. I understand that this is not 2016. It's damn near 10 years since 2016. That is not. I'm not He's getting the same Kyrie Irving. He's still I, a guy you can that late position. Kyrie is a good player. I'm not getting the Kyrie Irving everyone's thinking of when they think of Kyrie Irving with LeBron. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna yo, work out well. Yo, Damo, do you want the Lakers to win a championship this year? I want them to win a championship every year. Okay. If you want the Lakers to win a championship this year, you guys have to make a move, and you have to make a move yesterday. This and roster as currently constructed is not going to work. Ron, Ron, Ron. I, I love no listen, I love it. Thank you. There's not a move we can make that's going to And that's the thing. Every year, every year, it's uh, it's they, a, they're, one move, they're not one yeah, move away. The, I, I don't think they're one move. It's cool just saying it. It's cool to just say we need to make a trade. But what trade? I, I think I, I think they can make a couple moves at the trade deadline, and I think it starts with Dejounte Murray. Get Dejounte Murray, and because here here's my biggest thing with the Lakers. Let's say that you guys have three untouchables. Let's say the three untouchables are well, no, two untouchables because realistically, you guys have two untouchables. You could try to say Rui's untouchable, or you could try to say uh, Austin Reeves is untouchable. That's not true. You guys have two untouchables, LeBron and AD. After that, you guys have ten guys that have some some kind of value. Austin Reeves, 
D'Angelo Russell, Max Christie is a young guy, uh, Rui, Vanderbilt, Jalen Hushafino is a young guy, Gabe Vincent has a little bit of trade value, Christian Wood, Jackson Hayes, all of these guys have some type of trade value that you can bundle up and put together. DeJounte's the first guy I'm going to get, and then after that, that second move is going to be crucial. But having that big three, DeJounte, a guy that can, on any given night, score 20 points, on any given night, get 10 assists, on any given night, and on every night, he's probably going to guard the best person on the other side of the ball. So now you got you got a good wing defender. You got AD. You know what he does on defense, and I don't got to speak on Braun. Now it's just about finding other guys to fill in the gaps, and I didn't even mention Cam Reddish yet. But you'll, you'll still have a couple guys that will still stay on the roster, but then you can go get a guy like Alex Caruso. You are, you are going to have to put some picks in there. Alex Caruso. You can then go get a guy like, and we just went through a whole bunch of guys on this list, but you can find another guy that you can slip in, and now all of a sudden it's like we got a big three, and then we got somebody else that can really help. I, bro, I, I, I think that you got Gabe Vincent. Flip Gabe Vincent. It's a couple or moves who? that you guys can make. But listen, I understand these players that can be moved, and I understand. I get it. I'm okay with moving Rui because it's not fitting right now because of whoever you want to blame. I understand moving all these pieces. That is absolutely fine. Who are we moving them for, Ron? It's okay to just throw, oh, yeah, you move these guys and flip them. That's fine. Flip them for who? This is the Lakers. Players have a tendency for getting here and the lights being too bright and they crumble. So you can't just get anybody. You can't I just say gave just you two guys. You can't just you say two go get guys. a shooter and then the guy comes here and that motherfucker might forget how to shoot. Now we're stuck. I understand DeJounte. I want DeJounte. That's fine. But if you ask me between Reeves or D'Lo, I'm going to say I'd rather give up D'Lo for DeJounte. That's just D'Lo and fucking Rui if you have to. But I would rather do that for DeJounte versus giving up Reeves. I what about Reeves Rui for Bojan? What about Rui for Bojan? The one in the one in Detroit? Yeah, the one in Detroit. He's a better shooter, better playmaker. <laughs> Rui's still a young with Detroit. Personally, me personally, I prioritize defense with this unit. I, I, we need defenders. I need guys that can play defense. That's why I'm okay with the DeJounte move. I need guys that can play defense. Bojan is cool for a score, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to the playoffs, we're going to need defense. In my opinion, our defense is going to matter more than our offense. I, I just feel that's that's how it's going to work for us. Our I defense mean, is going to be more valuable than our offense, so I need guys that if they can shoot, you have to be able to play defense in some way. I don't want no one-way offensive players. We already have an issue with that now with our guard situation. So I need guys who can play defense. That's my first priority, getting defenders in here, preferably guys who can defend at the guard and you defend on the wing because we have the best damn uh, interior defender in the league, in my opinion, in Anthony Davis. And we have LeBron. If there's LeBron, there's a way. I just need guys who can defend around him and fit around him. I'm not against making moves. I'm not against trading. But just don't just throwing out random names. I, I've learned a long time ago that shit don't work with the Lakers. So give me an actual plan. The Dejounte and Alex Caruso, right? And that's what, like I said, I would trade Austin Reeves for Alex Caruso. And if you got those some a young player picks, that's fine. I would do that. I would want to trade D'Lo and whatever else it would cost to go get Dejounte. I'm with that, Ron. That absolutely fine. I would have traded Reeves for Caruso. I think Reeves still has, you know, the upside with his age, still ability to get better. Well, I think Caruso is a quality piece to give up on a young player like Reeves for. You got to win right now, though, Jones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, saying. Like, right 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 right. I hear that. I hear that. Look, I hear that. Well, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's, LeBron's beard look like your background. Yeah, I hear that. We don't got no time to worry about the future. It's time to go yesterday. We saw that tweet. Times ticking. The sand is going down the jar. 
Gotta do something. Like sand through the hourglass. Mm. All right, y'all. We got super chats. So let's go ahead and do it. Jay got game set. Appreciate y'all for real. No, appreciate you, Jay. The chat, y'all the real MVPs. Facts. Contrary to what anybody up here may believe or anybody that's not up here, you guys run the show. D3 said, uh, bro, Ox, what do you mean? Not physical. <laughs> they have to steer the car with no power steering, no assist with the braking, and they hold their head up. Imagine curling a 70-pound weight with your big-ass neck. What regular person is doing that? Why'd you add big ass to that? <laughs> I'm not saying, but I never said, never said them dudes not strong. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're not strong. It's definitely something I'd like to try driving a Formula One to really understand what they go through. Obviously, what the speeds they do, but well, have, you'd have to do it in a simulator because yeah, if you didn't yeah, go yeah. Up, you would just die. Yeah, facts, you know, that's probably right. Uh, Sauce Man said you missed my super chat from earlier, Ron. L host, uh, I got you, Sauce. I I'll get around to it. Uh, Jay got game. Also said, uh, Brogdon to the Knicks for some picks and Fournier. Oh, yeah. Which picks? I'm gonna say which. Yeah, how many picks do they have left? No, the Knicks do got some. They got some picks. The Knicks got some picks. The problem is a lot of these picks are protected, and the protections are looking like they're protecting. So it depends (laughs) on what picks. I'm saying though, like now that we got to start calling astronauts, uh, who they compete? They compete against the Russians, the Russian astronauts. No, no, it's it's not. You don't, you don't, you don't get a trophy afterwards. There's there's you, you, you get, you get a. What are you talking about? You get, you get awards. You get. There's no, there's no table where you see with your astronaut score. You don't get points. You get medals. You know that you You ain't talking about astronaut reference. Oh my fault. Let me let me look at astronaut reference. Yeah, let me go look at astronaut reference. They're definitely great in these great in their, their astronauts. Leaf Diggy sent through a super chat and said, I said it yesterday. Too many players got too much light skin in them. They cannot be trusted. From 1 through 15, nobody in the East can be trusted. The teams, the go-to players, the coaches, nobody. It's light skin hate, man. I ain't going to lie, Leaf. I don't know if you've been uh, paying attention to the last like three drives. You might as well stop watching basketball now because these are a lot of mulatto babies. In the in the first round, baby. all all lot of that. Shout out mulatto. Based on the wives of a lot of these NBA dudes, be a lot more of them coming. Except uh, Speed McKaylu. Shout out my guy, <laughs> Sauce Man. I said I got you, so I got you. He said better hypothetical trio down the line: Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, and Ant, or Luca, SGA, and a twenty-four-year-old Paolo, assuming that he is at Tatum's level, or just assuming that he continues on his trajectory. Not assuming anything. Give me Luca, SGA. Apollo. I think Luca's the best player of the bunch. And SGA is third. And SGA, I mean, I think when you have the best player on the team, you're gonna be, you know, SGA most like best player. Best SGA player. probably second. Yeah, he's probably second. They have the first and second best player. Uh, third. I do. I mean, D book. Yeah, I don't. I, if you want to put D book ahead of them, seconds, man. We'll be doing the second. Yeah, give, yeah, me yeah, second yeah, give me the second. Give me the second three. Give me the second three. Yeah. Mars Ox. Yeah. Give me Luca SGA and Julius Randle. Yeah. Get the hate out your heart, Ox. Where's Chilltown when you need him to come stand on business for the first team? (laughs) All right. uh, The Tribe one said, can y'all name five players that low manage more than five games in a season in the last five years? Exclusions, Kawhi, and players that were 30-plus years old when they load manage. I will be shocked if y'all can. You take out a lot of the league. Yeah, it's difficult yeah, to do. Last, last nine <laughs> years, yeah, it's a lot. You take out the 30 Kawhi years. Why every, every person yeah. above 30? All right. People bet. in their 20s. People in their 20s who are resting a ton. But I do think load management 
was overblown. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think people are missing games due to rest as much as you may think. I think Lord Badger peaked what like three years ago, maybe four years ago. It was kind of a real. It seemed like every day there was somebody just resting. But it seems like it's slowed down now, though. Again, I think it's a case of it wasn't overblown. It's just people didn't understand what the league was coming from in terms of the issue they had with it. Too many small market teams weren't getting players actually playing in games when they showed up in their cities, and that created a big issue when you do that for multiple years. Especially being a Charlotte fan, I know about that. Players would legit circle, okay, league pass game, not playing this game. So the big oh yeah, Zion just load managed against us last night. Bro, the big, the big problem, the big problem is that, like, because Damo, they, it, it turns into that. Plus, you know, the, the TV. Like, if if you're not playing, and people not gonna watch, so. the ratings game. Yeah, ratings. They gotta, you know. That's why the national TV schedule look like it does. Mm. Uh, moving along, Jamaica's Rod Clyde Choice said, "Nah, Bob, I love you, but that ain't gonna work." First, Curry, like Braun, is non-tradable. Plus, any team willing to to trade for him. Would have to to gut basically the whole team and no room for chips. No, nah, not really. No, they might got they got picks, you know. Yeah. Okay. See, just give up all of that picks. Oh, and number three. <laughs> and I talk, I talk, you're I'm telling I'm me talking. if OKC offered up fifteen of those picks, hey LeBron, it's, it's, I'm nah, an OKC bro. fan, baby. I'm OKC fan. <laughs> bro, we, talk, I talk, we talked about this before with um I can't remember a couple of streams. I've talked about this, but if OKC has a package for Steph. And they can, they'll be instant contenders, bro. They absolutely do too. They could throw it even a young guy like Casey Wallace or the the dang Captain Marshall. Yeah, every young guy, every young guy that's not starting, throw them all in there. Anything what? but Shay Chat and J Dub. Every pick we have, right, right. You can offer that. Ezekiel Barney said, difference with today and back then is the game is faster and more spread out. The game was slower back then, so less movement equals less likelihood for injury. I mean, speed of the game definitely, I think, definitely you know, The game was faster in the 80s. But That's what I was saying. Say, what? Back then, when? And it was more when? physical. I think it's, it's more athletic now. People are, you know, jumping higher, running faster is what he's trying to say. Come on. You have, more, you have, more, you have, more, ground, you have more ground to cover for sure. Yeah. For, and that's why it's more... Texting on bigs. There's say. more pressure on your joints now, essentially. I think I think his is argument. Yeah, maybe. Alan L said, "Yeah, and those NFL dudes retire with half a brain cell." Hey man, a sacrifice, Stop. man. It's a sacrifice. <laughs> if you want to make millions of dollars, you gotta sacrifice your your health, man. You gotta you gotta kill yourself. That, that's really what's what the is. point. What's the point of getting the money if I can't even? No, I no, can't listen. Even, the I can't even enjoy none of the, none of the, make as much money off you as they want. But in order for you to make your money, you have to borderline that. Like that's just how it has to go. That's just so I can't. I'm supposed supposed to get all this money and then not be able to enjoy none of this fly shit. Yes, you gotta respect the game. You gotta pay old to the people that came before you and can't feel their knees. Exactly. You know what's crazy in football though? A lot lot of these dudes with brain injuries, like like the safeties, you know, and some like the middle linebackers, they don't even get paid like this generational 50, 60 million. They'll get a couple million. You know, tax things, so it's not about even like you know, the bodies for a ton. I was about to say, that's what yo, the life of a football player. Oh, it's tough. Professional football yeah. player, player, like a veteran, that's got to be tough. Bro, if you're, if you're not, if, if you're not a quarterback, a left tackle, or like a wide receiver, you really don't get paid. Like there's only a few. All, you don't even get treated like a professional paid, athlete. Yeah, you don't even get treated like a professional athlete half the time unless you're very well known. You're playing the helmets, helmets and Joe. 
You're playing in a helmet all the damn time. And if you're not starting, you're not touching the field. So you're just on the mm-hmm. sidelines. So people are not seeing you. So then you're getting paid compared to the rest of the professional sports. You're not getting paid nowhere near what other guys or the other average player of other professional sports are being played. So now you got to show out hella much when you're out and about trying to be seen because you play with a helmet on all day. But then because you play with a helmet on all day, you got brain damage. So then when you retire, half of y'all aren't even going to be responsive or responsible human beings after playing football. Some, yeah, my child that's why you gotta be Simone Bowles. Yeah. I'm glad I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, he the prize, baby. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Simone Bowles, husband. Yeah. I will say, I will say football is the easiest sport to lie about playing because I ain't gonna tell you how many times I went through the airport. Uh, you play football? Yeah, I play fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little 10 day, I had a little 10 day. Yeah, I'm gonna act activity sent through. The final super chat of the day. It said Michael Jordan was 6'5", 6'6", with a 6'11 wingspan and a 48-inch vertical. He was born to be a great defender. I believe people who... Scottie Pippen. I yeah, believe he's Kenny Shout out Kenny defender. When I said yeah. I, I can call it a hater, when she Wallace said and starts a conversation, I feel how it is, man. It's crazy. Tony Allen better what I want to say. Domo, it's because oh, Rasheed Wallace is an NBA player. player. You're he was between them lines, Domo. He was between them lines. He was between them for five years, Jordan is overrated defensively. Not that he's bad. But what was you between overrated. those lines? Was you between those lines? <laughs> Fellas, we we gotta skate. Y'all catch us on playback tonight. Get your VIP. It's linked right at the top of the chat. Um open gym is next. Y'all be sure to go over there and cause them hell. I mean, like give them hell. All right, catch y'all later. Fluid and chill later, too. <laughs>